Live, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, sports fans around the world. This is episode 53. We are the Millie Goats. It's August 9th, 2023. This is the special edition, App State edition, the Boone Crazies, our school, Alma Mater, the September to remember last year, all that stuff. Every giant killer, whatever you want to call us, but let us be the first to wish you and yours a national happy calligraphy day. Mm. And for those of you listening to Thursday, it's Lazy Day and Connecticut Day, which apparently I didn't know where it was. So, as you can see, we have some special guests. We have got Big C and AJ from the Black and Gold Podcast and App State Staple. They were at, yes, golf claps all around. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the show, fellas. Uh, How are we doing? Hey man, thanks for having us, dude. We're great. Yeah, I'm excited to do this. Um, I didn't know how I didn't know what I was stepping into when I got into this room. And <laughs> I saw all these boxes here, and I was like, okay, we're gonna have some fun tonight. <laughs> that's that's all we're about is having fun. We like to joke, we like to talk a little shit, we just like to have some fun. <laughs> so awesome. yes. So we're trying to win the Millie. That's what we do. We build DraftKings lineups, then we talk other sports, right? So we have not won the Millie, as you can see back here on my screen. With 53 episodes, we never won it. It's just when we started the show. So, right. Uh, yep. Golf, playoffs, college football, rounding into form. <laughs> what is it like three weeks? Three weeks yeah. of college football? It's uh, like we're knocking on the door. Three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's basically almost here. It's, hey, yeah, we're, it's in camp. we're in the dog days of camp right now. Dude, let's go. Two a days. Come on now. Mm-hmm. So, Condition- um, conditioning test. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> not the ones you drink either <laughs> <laughs> you talking about the stress test yes uh all right football's back a little different uh a little different uh format today we're not going to go through the salute your sports we're going to do a little interview with these guys talk about their show talk about app state what it means to all of us talk some maybe some stories some interesting questions uh those of you who went to app state no app state it's a rich history and a very tight knit fan base. And that's mm-hmm. what makes it one of the best places to play football, to watch football, to go to school. So but the, first the best place in the world to tailgate. If you've been to any of the tailgates, it doesn't even compare. But, but not if you're a student this year, right? Wake Forest, yeah, unless you're a student this year. You guys might be able to touch a little bit more compare. on that, right? Didn't they didn't they get rid of student tailgating or student parking? I think I think it's like a it, it's a move in pro in progress or process because uh, the, the the information was leaked before they had the plan uh, finalized, and that's Uh-oh. always fun, right? Oh no! Uh, yeah, so, yeah. Somebody yeah. got ahead of it and uh, wanted to wanted to let loose on somebody, and and uh, so they kind of had to scramble a bit. Yeah. So I I don't think it's like just about every other internet outrage. I don't think it's nearly what has been made of um you know. The complaining of well, you're you're crushing the hopes and dreams of these these poor students. Uh, I still haven't received the answer because I, I, I wanted to know how many spots did the students have? Like, because when you talk about student parking, well, that's the SGA, the student government. They they have it and they disseminate it among the students. You enter a lottery or whatever. Uh, well, how many spots were? Was that ten? Was it ten spots? Was it fifty no. spots? Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. I, I got it way back on a text thread. I might be able to pull it up in like forty-five minutes. Um, <laughs> but you know, I, I think in our you know in our Facebook group, AJ, I mentioned one hundred and fifty, <laughs> and I think it was like maybe closer to like two twenty. 
the, the um, student government you, has 220 parking spots. If, I think if you were to combine 16,000. Yeah, for if you were to combine like Rayleigh slash Peacock and Greenwood. In Greenwood. Okay. I didn't even bring back Duck Pond. Seriously. I didn't, I mean, I didn't even yeah. know there was 220 spaces in on the campus of Boone to park. Let me tell you, <laughs> facts, facts. you know, the way the way they ticket, you would imagine that just there's oh. five, right? You know, it's uh, hey, you want to you want to talk just... about ticketing AK here his senior year because he just parked in stadium lot whenever he wanted with no parking <laughs> pass. He had about 239 tickets. <laughs> he he got like six in one day one time, and I walked out yeah. there. I was just yep. like, <laughs> he didn't get his diploma until he paid him all bad, either. Bad idea. It's for real. You didn't get a diploma until you paid him. That's yes. the thing. That's, <laughs> yes. that's why. Hey, that's why it's the running joke that that I was not the last one to get a degree on this show because he didn't get his <laughs> diploma until he paid him all. That's hilarious. No, yes, I, I don't. I don't think that. I think the student parking thing um, has been a little overblown. And what the plan is is to set something up in Sanford Mall. Um, I know you guys saw like the game day set up, college game day set up. To have something mm. there for the students, and yeah, it's not going to be you know ideal. You can't necessarily just pull up your you know your car or whatever. But I think it'll be fine. Uh, the truth is, man, like university applied to the state for all these grants to fix up these buildings and renovate them, and they got awarded three different buildings to renovate. So they're they're staging construction. Um, we've lost spots. We're building um, a parking deck right there behind home center, so we're losing a lot there. So it's just chaos that. Um, is really not the fault of athletics, but you know, everybody's got to be mad. No room up there. Great place. Yeah. No room. Student yeah. athletes, student, student athletes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Jim National calligraphy day. Calligraphers design words in harmonious, almost romantic elegance, respectively. Calligraphy is an ancient form of art. That was once the oldest forms of communication. Interestingly, mm. calligraphy first appears as early as 200 BC in China. Mm. Whoa. Uh, above all, a calligrapher always finds their creative rhythm and shares the individual inspiration through the flow of patterns on paper. 2017 was when this was founded. Anybody have any thoughts? Want to put pen to paper here, uh, virtual <laughs> paper, if you will. Uh, what, would you say it was China in 200 BC? Yes. And uh, I think the Egyptians got to be. That can't be right. That's fake news. Oh, that's that. that is, well, I'm upset. I'm upset. You didn't use calligraphy for the font on the doc that you're reading. <laughs> on. Dude, the way they write about calligraphy, I was like, they're like, it's like they were dancing, basically. So I don't know. I'll I tell you this quick story. I was in middle school. Our art teacher, shout out Mr. Spencer, seventh grade. He taught us calligraphy. And to this day, if I have to like write my wife a sweet note, I'll do her like name on the card in calligraphy because that way she knows I'm serious. <laughs> yeah. You have a quill? Uh, no, I just, I, yeah, just, just, you know, it's simple. Get, get yourself an Under Armour sponsorship. Ink. I quill. Did, did my the ink. Under Armour calligraphy line. <laughs> I find it hilarious that I waited until 2017 to make a day for it when we're all using computers, like not writing with our hands. And, you know. Say, who's who's written anything since 2017? We're putting yeah. calligraphy on like post it notes, like on people's <laughs> desks, like. <laughs> Went I, did, I, think, I think it's very fitting that the guy wearing a golf cap right now is the one that we write sweet notes and calligraphy to. <laughs> yeah, yes. it makes a lot of sense yeah. to me. Just wait till he turns them around like he does his Crocs and puts them in four wheel drive. What's that? Hat know, and, uh, you know I'm serious. Is that Samuel L. Jackson mode right there? Oh yeah, <laughs> LL Cool J, J yeah, LL right. Cool J Vi. Um, all right, so let's let's get into this. So 
again, welcome to the welcome to the show, guys. Really appreciate you guys coming on. We love App State, as you can tell. All of us have some some sort yeah, of man. App State stuff. Uh, let's let's crank up the turbines on the electric factory here. Um, again, the Black and Gold Podcast. Y'all are getting ready to run into form. The logo is spectacular. Season nine, you've been cooking. You had the strength and conditioning coach on from App. Big game boomer taking notice, giving you all the uh, best podcasts and every. I saw that. I love that. Honor, man. Big game boomer. Yes. AK is a big game boomer guy. And at the end of each one, he's like, this doesn't make any sense. I'm like, why do you keep going back to it? (laughs) I just wait to see if I could see app on there. And I'm like, yep, this is the one I want to pick. So tell, you know, (laughs) tell the people what you got going on, how, when the shows come out. I mean, you know, how everything got started. We'll let you, the the floor is yours. Um, Well, the, the episodes come out in football season. We record Tuesday nights. Um, and of course with the Sun Belt with their midweek games, we have to improvise sometimes. So we got we're playing coastal on a Tuesday. So Charles, I don't know what we're gonna do with that. We haven't coordinated that yet. We we have a little time. Live show. Live show. Yeah. Yes. yes. Live yes. show from the stadium. That could be a little saucy. I don't know if anybody <laughs> no. people need to pay for that if they see no, that. We're not uh, I'm not working on game day, but no That's um, the ball. What the hell? <laughs> what are they doing? I think it's sound worse than that, but yeah, we do <laughs> we do episodes on Tuesdays and we do post games after after every every game we do a post game afterwards, regardless of outcome. Which you know, um, <laughs> it's usually Sunday it's mornings. You know, maybe it's let Sunday it marinate. Night, right? Let it marinate. It's not marinate. Some of these games we don't it don't marinate enough. Um, Agreed. It, it is like tearing a bandaid off though. So sometimes um, by the end of like a bad. Like that Texas State one. So if you guys, you know, we we got whipped Dude. by Texas State. Yes. Um, that was rough, and we had to talk about that. That was that was a uh, I think it was a a later ish game. Like it was dark by the time that it game was dark. Was over. So it was rough, but you know you got to do it. But we yeah we started the show back in 2015. Um, we had just come off that uh, seven and five year, strung out um, six straight wins to finish two, 2014. A lot of people are optimistic and. Um, I'd wanted to do something like that for a while. Charles and I, you know, knew each other just from Twitter and following each other for several years and um, said we wanted to do it. Kind of had a kind of had a powwow and said, like, here's what I would want the show to be. And we right aligned on, on on these things and what we believed and wanted to cover all sports, not just football. And uh, <laughs> we want, we set up um, a time in late August 2015 just to practice for like 10 minutes. And we recorded for 75 minutes. And that was our first episode. And. That's all she wrote, man. That's, that's what we've done. We haven't practiced or edited any of our shows. We just hit the record button and and talk for better or worse. That's how it's been. I think that first show we were trying to like squeeze, like how can we make this thirty minutes? Yeah, and that wasn't an issue. Um, five hundred fifty-eight yeah. episodes or whatever it is ago. I don't yeah. know. we've lost count. Honestly, it was fun yeah. counting for a while, but we stopped. But yeah, we never, we've never liked, we never we never liked the ability to talk for whatever reason and. Uh, yeah, talking about I, something you love, dude. Like, yeah, it's just yeah. coming out, you know. And people ask questions, and we want to answer them all. You know, I think that's a that's a fair thing to do too. And yeah, um, but but really, it's it's a it's a labor of love. I mean, yeah, I mean those post games, you know, you you bring up stuff like uh, you know when you lose a close one, or you can sit there and talk for an hour and a half if you wanted to. We yeah. literally got to cut those Georgia things Southern off. Southern double overtime last year. Holy yeah. smokes! How about. Um, mm-hmm. First game of the year. Whenever the he overthrew the uh, the uh, flat round, how how long did that conversation go? Man, I, not to bring that up because that pains me. Oh, it was 
Oh my goodness. One day, you know, we'll go back and listen to some of these post games and just <laughs> like it might be the best reminder of like um what really happened in the game versus going to looking at a box score. Um but, but you know, some of those po- you know, some of them we do are like we wait till maybe maybe like after the four PM NFL games are over, like we're like, all right, we got it. I was like, AJ. We watch some more football. I got, I got, a, I got, a, I got to wait. You know, something's going on. My throat. Let me, still let me be pissed me. off about the Panthers losing. And right. They, yeah. Right. Let's just let's <laughs> yeah. let's just elongate yeah. it as long as possible. And uh, but yeah, it's like all right, eight fifteen Sunday night game's coming on. You know, Giants Eagles. Can't wait. You know, this is gonna be great. Uh, and then other mornings, it's like all right, nine fifteen, and you're like, maybe you're still a little partly cloudy from the night before, and like, oh, just let's just get it out of the way. You know, and whether it be good or bad, but. But bad games is good for business and pod games, <laughs> podcast world. Um, yeah. Ooh, I like that. It's pod the most, games. It's, it's the mind games. I think it was a, I misspoke there, but it worked. You just came yeah. up with something. <laughs> you know, we do. The pod games. You want to do like a dueling pianos bar right now? Okay. <laughs> pick a topic. We pick a topic. You get be a like, couple miles. We get a couple. Be oh, like, uh, be like the Hunger Games. Be more like the yes. Hunger Games. The pod games. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but it, you know, it's it's funny until 2022. I mean, think about it. So 2015, we go 11 and two, and then we really don't have a bad year until this year. So yeah. the whole issue of like we will have a rough post game at least once a year, no matter how good we are. Like that, mm-hmm. you know, Georgia Southern we lost that one game in 2019, 13 one. But 2022 was just ugly. Just six post games were just. Yeah, it was hard. So I don't one think we're going to have that games, right? One possession games. I feel like, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like both the North Carolina game and the ECU game are like play, like showcases for the ACC to have some sort of consideration. Mm. Mm. That's not going yeah, to be. It, it, it certainly takes. could be. Uh, I, I, I don't think, I don't think, I mean, on the, honestly, I don't think there's the a lot that's going on right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think it does either. Uh, I mean, honestly, if, if anything, on the field hurts because I think there's a small part of why um, we we have we have all these super conferences right now is that some of those schools are scared to have to play some of the schools like us in a playoff or a Tulane or Cincinnati or whoever of yesteryear that was that hot G five and they just can't afford to lose a game that they should they're not supposed to. That's and why they're making all why, the games conference. Right, exactly, and that's what probably what's going to happen, and that's and that's and that's yes. why you know it's been since 2006 since NC State's even sniffed us. You know, if we go if we go win one of these two next two games in the two years, we won't see him again for another 20 years if we're lucky. And if Armani starts that game, we win. We win that game. I know. Yeah. We, were, we were playing. Oh yeah, because Trey Elder puked all over his face Trey, mask the very first. Trey's puking in the end zone. Um, yeah. Love Trey though. He did that yeah, before but, every game though. Yeah. No, he did it during his cadence one time. He was yeah. going green really? 18. Yeah, green 18. <laughs> like <laughs> he was like a no. Not puke. to put him on black. I mean, I love Trey. Don't get me yeah. wrong. I love no, Trey. it's funny. I mean, he'll laugh at it. With yeah. all due respect. With all due respect, <laughs> he puked everywhere all the time. Yeah. <laughs> he was a bag yeah. of vomit, but yeah, all due yeah. respect. <laughs> all due respect. You have to preface it with that. Okay. Um, yeah. Hey, by the way, right. fellas, don't be surprised if that NC State game gets bought out. Uh, I mean, I was, both of them. Don't be just don't be surprised. I mean, the ACC really like Charles. You were just saying it. The ACC doesn't want to play that game. Um, oh no, that's their we, fault. We've, we've public. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, know. I totally know. I mean, I'm I'll, I'll be pissed, but um, there's a reason why that hasn't been um, 
talked about a lot on by both sides. Like Doug Gillen will say, if you pay attention to him, he'll say it's on the books. All right. Yeah. So when, when he well, talks that about means it, a con that means a contract has been signed. Well, it has, and it has been. Yeah. But I'm just mm. I'm just saying that that don't be surprised if there's not some. It's gonna be expensive. It's gonna be expensive, AJ. Yeah, bring is it. Gonna on? Be li yeah. Is Liv gonna is Liv yeah. gonna buy college football? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Saudi public fund. Are, yeah, it's gonna buy. It's gonna buy the Sun Belt mm. for sure. The Sun Belt. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Florida State right. Arabians Flor is what's yes, going to be. Yes, the Florida State Seminole Employees State. Credit Union. <laughs> That's what I called them. <laughs> All right. We made a pack four bracket. Maybe they should just play that every every two weeks. They should just have a final four. That's what they should do in 2024. Forget expanding. I mean, dude, hang a banner every other week. Why not? On Disney Plus. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. We got a lot of quit now. First, but I Tex is going to love this. I was listening to the show. Mm -hmm. Big C, you're a big, you love to look for Oktoberfest as soon as it comes out. <laughs> Can't wait to drink that hot, that, uh, that dark beer when it's hot out still. I, yeah, I'm a, <laughs> a little bit of a beer purist, I guess. And that, and that, you know, it's, I swear every year it's like, how do they start growing pumpkins in January? Or is it just <laughs> last year's pumpkins that they put in a freezer or something and like save for, yes. you know, the end of summer? I mean, it's fine up here in September. Y'all know that, but there's no Perfect. way wherever y'all are um, across the the great state of North Carolina, I would assume that you want to be drinking these dark beers and you know. The, but yeah, I agree. In August, so. you guys are from Texas, though. Like I see one dude's from Texas. He's not from Texas. It's the chief of Texas. He was born in Texas. <laughs> I was born down there. Grew up up here. He's He's born are you there Texas. right now? Or are you up um, here? No, no he I'm, hasn't sniffed I'm, Texas I'm, in about 35 years. What are you talking about? <laughs> I was just there last year. Howdy. <laughs> yeah. I'm going back he's, again he's in the, September. The senior chief of Texas. Senior chief of Texas. Yeah. Um, yeah, not from Texas. But he, um, from Texas. I would say that Oktoberfest beer is the equivalent of Christmas decorations going up in October. Ooh, all right. Yeah, that's just pretty close. I just, saw, I just saw the first pumpkin spice advertisement from Krispy Kreme. They're bringing Same. Out. Oh, I did too. Yeah, huh. I was like, it's too early, man. It's not even dove season yet. Just give me, like, let me get past Labor Day. We're in single, we're in single digits August right now. How are yep. we talking about pumpkin spice? Pumpkin spice. Oh, oh, right. still 60 days away, in my opinion. Except, you know? I don't know that everybody goes off the dove calendar as their uh, farmer's almanac, but <laughs> yeah, sure. I have not, but I'll like, think about it forever. It's like, it's like, it's like the announced, like the first, the first weekend of September, you hear all the guns going off and it's like, okay, it's football season. You're, you got <laughs> no, there in the morning, you shoot some doves, you come back, you cook the doves, you eat them, drink a beer and watch football. And then you go back out in the evening. That's how they yeah. do it in Texas. Uh, yeah, I swear that first year there. I'm going to be about five Miller Lights. <laughs> there this year. Texas never done that. He's read about it. He's going to be looking for look. You know it's football season when the Dubs are fly over. Yeah. Look at him. <laughs> it's not true. We're going to make a shirt that just has Doves on it. It says football season. It's going to be. <laughs> hey, I, hey, you might have four or five people buy that. Hey, hey we got to that. They just killed the Dove on the App State logo. So, oh my God, we, we're putting this all together. How about oh, that? Oh, look at it. Wow. Killed the bird. Okay, Kirk wow. Cousins. <laughs> Kirk oh, no, that was not like that. There was a bird on the App State logo? Uh, so if you all go right. like on if you go on their website, the Appalachian and like, academic side, yeah, there's um Oh, oh, oh yes, yeah, yes, is. above the bird. Appalachian. Yes. Yep. Talking about yep. so they murdered wow. that bird, man. Dodged put the a Taco Bell bell on there find instead. My, I gotta find my uh 
Mm, that's probably because Elon Musk. It's probably the Twitter bird, and Elon Musk said, "No, you can't do that. You yeah. got to put an X there now." <laughs> yeah, and actually <laughs> partnered with Taco Bell for the new academic logo. Getting some really. I, asked, I commented on third down. I didn't. I did not understand. Oh, when you put the Taco Bell, I was like, "Oh, third down, hell, you know, hell's bells." I thought, okay, oh, you do. Did you see what they posted though? Like as, no. as that's why I posted it, and that's why you know, that's why it's. I think it's funny because okay, the chancellor released like they have you know that fake um, bell that well maybe you don't but it, it used to sit in front of the old library criminal justice. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. So for whatever reason, they made a big deal about that bell and they moved it out by 321 near where the App State sign was by the road. Mm-hmm. And they, made, they put like a gazebo around it and whatever. And they just made that bell a centerpiece for some. I don't know why it's special. Personally. Well, so I got the long story here. So, you know, the okay. bell was supposedly put there as like a good luck rubbing it for exams in its front of the library. Well, now, you know, bell where it was. Was is no longer the library. It's now where you hold classes. So they had to get it somewhere, right? And so Sherry, with her idea of um, our wonderful chancellor, um, you know, because she came from a one schoolhouse school, so to speak, in Nebraska, where they um, lined the walls with corn and all that good stuff in football. And, in, in football, and then um, so <laughs> she wanted to repl- she wanted to replicate that, and I think it has a little bit to do with the App State history too, as it has started as a you know Watauga Academy. So she mm. built a gazebo, sucked the bell under there, and now we have this bell ringing ceremony on Founders Day every year, which mm. is usually like the second week of September or something like that. And and they uh, they, they honor some people with uh, going over there and pulling this big old. And some of these people are old, and you know, like they can't even ring it. You know, it's like pulling like four hundred pound uh, like a little bell, and 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 uh, there's it's I'm, I, like I remember one time I was watching. Uh, they're blowing like, out their shoulders, ripping. Their I was like, we're down. not gonna get this bell rung anytime soon. Um, <laughs> traffic's picking up. Um, we got to go. <laughs> Anybody have the Taco Bell uh, sound? <laughs> she should have put it in that John Smith's Park or John Creek Park or whatever that Jimmy's one is. Park, baby, let's Johnny's, go. <laughs> Jimmy Smith Park. <laughs> Yes, Jimmy Smith Park. <laughs> that would be bad. It's really close to my tailgate. So, like, that would be really bad if that, that bell was over there. It, it might get more than a rub. There they go. Looking like Somebody the Texas, give me a beer. Like <laughs> the, it's like the Texas dinner bell. <laughs> right. Like means. you're at the Hurricanes game. <laughs> <laughs> Hammer and right. siren. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, we love hockey. All right. So, let's get into the questions right off the bat. If you're an App State person, you're a Boone person. And I'm asking you to this right now to your faces. Los or dos? Mm. Los. Los Arcoides. Is that how you say it? Yeah, that's how you say it. Yeah. We've been Los trying to Arcoides. figure that out for like 15 oh, yeah. years. <laughs> no, there's a great moment when we uh, we had Coach Ponce on the show. And he, um, he tells a story about um, when Coach Sat and Ponce were at FIU back in like 2009. Sat would always talk about how great Boone was, and his favorite spot was this place called Los Arcos. And yeah. and so when Ponce got to Boone in 2013, you know, Sat's like, "Yeah, mate, you know, we need to go to this place, Los Arcos." And so Ponce one day, he says he wasn't with Sat, but he was driving around, he's trying to find this Los Arcos place, and he keeps driving by Los Arcoides, but he knows it's <laughs> it's not Los Arcos. <laughs> it's, oh, it's, <laughs> And so he finally he finally goes to Sat at the office. He's like, Sat, listen to me. It is not Los Arcos. It's Los Arcoides. 
said sad sack. Hey, man, I can't say that. Yeah. <laughs> That's from Peterson, North Carolina. Yeah. yeah, we've been calling Los Arcos for years. Yeah. Uh, in Los Archibalds. Yeah. Right. Archibalds. Archibalds. Oh, man, did we spend some time there? That was my I, first question. I like yeah, it, we, man. I'm a little We used guy. to go in there all the time, and even when we were underage and we were drinking and stuff. And then Coach Moore would come in there, and we would be in there pounding beers. It's like Wednesday, you know, after <laughs> practice. We were like trying to, we had to like find like our non football buddies to like just put all the beers in front of them. They had like six beers right in front of them. So we like we weren't drinking. He'd come up, hey, what you boys doing? Like, nothing, Coach, to having some dinner. Drink Devil's some water. Nectar. <laughs> hey, get the ACP. That's all you need to know. That was my first question. Who's who's got one teed? I got a bunch of questions teed up. Javi, you want to roll? I got I got a good one. I feel like it's a good yeah. one because you guys have been what doing interviews for nine years, or you've at least been podcasting for nine years. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Who's been your favorite App State interview? And tell me why it's Pastuzic. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we know well, Swag well. Swag Stuzy. <laughs> um. Is that real quick? I mean, Paz is great, man. We love having him yeah. on. He he's he's great. Uh, my personal favorite, who is like a can't miss, is um, the unsung hero of Chip Sigmund, who was the first App State strength and conditioning coach. Um, and he's the yeah. best. We've had him on three or four times, and every time we we keep a count of how many times he can name drop famous people that he knows and has <laughs> interacted with. So like he was he was on staff as a student at. Um, Chapel Hill when he was getting his master's and so like he was strength training with Michael Jordan and Matt Doherty, Buzz Peterson and James Worthy and these guys so he told us the first episode he came on he was talking about how when the Hornets and the Bulls played in the playoffs how him and Michael Jordan talked at halftime in Chicago like just their center court for like a couple minutes and we're like what like who is this guy that just came on our show and has all this stuff and last episode he name dropped hanging out with Arnold Schwarzenegger anybody big in the 90s in the nba he he pretty much knows them i mean magic Ew. bird and he talks these he talks about these guys like he has their telephone number and like he can call them up that moment in like and, alonzo morning he like starts yeah. crying tears of joy when he talks about alonzo morning it's just I, really cool I'm yeah. saying, you know, like, you know, my age, like the whole, like the, the Hornets came here, you know, when they started being a franchise and like through the nineties, that was like a magical 10 years or so getting into the playoffs, winning their first series against the Celtics and all that good stuff. And, you know, I was a very impressionable person at that point. And I'm just like, I forgot I was supposed to be asking this guy questions and talking about stuff. I was like literally <laughs> a fan. There's not many people that um, we've had on that where I'm like, I forget to talk. You know, and I'm just like, man, this is really cool. And you've read, oh, oh, yeah, I got I to gotta say something. Chip Sid was definitely one of them, uh, for sure. Fisher DeBerry uh, is, is like, turn turn the microphone on and just let him go. You don't have to ask him questions. Uh, College Ball Hall of Famer was a coach of that. I mean, it's, and he has one of them super low country South Carolina voices that you like, where, where is he from? Where, where in South Carolina is he from? I uh, forgot man. Camden or something. I mean, it is. Yeah, it's not Camden. It's in the Low Country. He'd be like, "Hello, Charles. Yeah, I'll tell you some stories about back in upstate football, running the wishbone." You couldn't even believe that was a voice that somebody even had. And he <laughs> he told a story one time about somebody having their toenail yanked off out of the, like off on the bus or something. Yeah. I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and uh, how it the, the the gas went out one one night in Boone and somebody's house wasn't on fire, but it was covered in soot. 
yeah. and it was like 12 inches of snow. And I was like, oh, this sounds like relatable. Uh, but it was just <laughs> the wild. I mean, he had the wildest stories because he was, you know, he's just been through a lot. And that's something I know I'll never be able to. I mean, this guy does like, what do you say? What was that? It's like $10,000 speaking engagements and more. Yeah, he no, yeah. Like he, a, he an hour a minimum, a, yeah, ten grand, yeah. yeah he, he just jumped on our podcast for a while because he loves that state. Yeah. Hey, let's go, baby. I App do state. love situations like that. Like, you know, I work with TA a ton. So like when we go do interviews with some of these guys, it's like, you know, TA's setting up and I'm trying to just have a conversation with these guys and they're dropping stories like you guys are talking about. And it's just like, okay, tell me more. Tell me more. Dude, no <laughs> I, I, that's another one. TA. I mean, yeah, gosh. For sure. Another like fan situation, even though like we were kind of in school together, I think. Have y'all seen wife. his shot from the North Carolina game of the past? Um, I don't know. I mean, I, maybe, maybe I don't know. Part, yeah, perhaps. I don't know, I don't know if it, I don't know if it ever surfaced anywhere, but if not, like you guys should ask him to send it to you. He did like, send me. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. Well, I'm not going to show it, so maybe I am. But he sent me a picture of the when Tiger Woods won the Masters again. Yeah, and here's yeah. a picture of Tiger doing that, uh, and he sent it to me. And he's like, "You were like literally not allowed to send this," and I didn't. Like, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the Dude, Tiger will find it to me yet. Come on, the Say what? Owns all that stuff. So. You just, just, go just look at it sometimes and be like, "Yeah, yeah." But he's he he said that I he, was there. He, he said there of. was like one other person <laughs> that was closer to Tiger other than him, and so he he was like right there in mm. the green or whatever. But um, TA is all I have. Like I I can't even describe how much respect I have for. For TA man, he he loves app and, and oh I know like, I'm you know, I'm with him day in and day out. He actually I actually just started like working full time for him because I was on my own for oh, okay. ten years. But I just I mean because I feel like we've grown up together. Like yeah. at least as far as work is, you know, we kind of started freelance together. And we kind of grew freelancing together. Then I got out of the business for a few years, but then he him and Chandler were poking at me to bring me back in. So now I'm back in and I'm under back in him. So it's yeah. like you know, but. Yeah, he has the he has the best stories. He's great. Yeah, love TA. He remembers everything. We'll we'll be doing PGA stuff, and like he'll say, "Hey, you remember when we did that shoot with that guy?" And I'm like, "I don't even know who that guy is." <laughs> and like he tells me like this huge like long thing that we did with him, and like quotes that he said, or something that somebody that came up to him said to him. It's like I don't remember anything. <laughs> Dude, I the the coolest thing about TA, and I'll never forget this, is he was like really excited. Um to go to the app Troy game on Thanksgiving weekend in 2018. He's like, Hey, cause he, cause I was saying, Hey man, come by the tailgate or whatever. And I think I gave him some, like a shirt or something. I don't remember. I had something to give him. And, um, he's like, I don't know if I'll be able to make it or not. But then he like finally told me, he's like, yeah, I got out of going to the Ohio state Michigan game to come to this game. And I was like, <laughs> what? And he was happy to it. do it. Yeah, he was yeah. happy to do it. He's yeah. like, I want I really want to go to that Troy game. Um, and he did, and it was, it was, I mean, that's just that's kind of state, baby. Hard. Yeah, that's man. state. Uh, Tex, what about hey, Dan Kilgore? Was he good? Dan, Dan Kilgore was amazing. <laughs> we, were, <laughs> we were in his Fox. wedding, we love talking yeah. bad about him. We, we, lo- we love Kilgore, <laughs> Kilgore's one of the boys. <laughs> yeah, Tex, mm-hmm. you got one? Well, yeah, I mean, mine's let's go with this year's football. So, coming out of camp, who's gonna be slinging the rock? Ooh, give us a hot um, take. I, I mean, I think, I think it, make it short. I think I think Ryan Burger will. Um, um, we're gonna be hanging fifty burgers. Is this number burgers, yeah. number fifty? We're throwing burgers. Why is he up not there, number eh? fifty? I, I don't know. I don't look. I, Charles and I both talked to Aguilar and um, and Ryan at Media Day, and we know the same as everybody else. I, apparently, 
one was running the ones, one was running the twos, and they swip swap back and forth in the last couple of days. And I don't know. So it's kind of a coin flip for me. Um, I think they both are very capable, and I know Ponce likes them both, but I, you know, I'm gonna default to the guy that's been on campus longer and been around his teammates more. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong with that. I don't know if Charles even thinks differently, but um, I'd say burgers probably where I would land. I don't think, yeah, I, it, and I keep hearing like Joey's name pop up. Like, for instance, the the UPS driver, right? And that's a close knit community in Boone. So, the guy that delivers the stuff to the, to the facility, he delivers stuff to my house, and he's like, "I'm hearing Joey's looking good," you know. Uh-oh. And you're like, "Oh <laughs> God!" Uh, and you know, he's like, he knows some stuff, and he thinks I know stuff, and you know, so it's just it's just kind of funny. I just don't know how far away they really are right now. Because uh, yeah, what, what do you think, Tex? Go ahead, Tex. Yeah, I I don't know. Tex didn't know who the quarterback was when we played. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's true. I never went to the games. We got the we got. I, 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 I that's a lie. You I did go, go to the game. I, 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 would go, I would go tailgate and then I'd go home and I wait for you guys to get back there. You were at the Michigan game because you pulled us both out of the right up yep. off the field. Yep, I remember that. Yep, that's really no, bad. <laughs> No, I'll say if if both of them are about equal, you go with the younger guy. Younger guy? Yeah, go with the younger guy. I like going with a runner because he can escape I, pressure. I think they're apparently both runners. That's, that's burger. Apparently, burger is like really like really quick. That's the word. We're he's, a running team from, anyway. He's from Myrtle Beach. We got Brett Tisco chiming yeah. in here Myrtle, saying you Myrtle were on Beach. the sidelines. <laughs> 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 All right, um, I got another question. Here's what I want to do. App State, App State uh, traditions. Here we go. I want you to, I want you individually to power rank these three traditions. <laughs> Hell's Bells on third down, the kickoff song, or the App State chant. Which one I'll gets go first. you which, which one gets you hot and bothered? Hot and bothered? Oh, okay. Or power rankings. I think you probably can go both ways. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, for, okay. For me, it's, um, it's, it's Bugler's Dream. Uh, we got to have that first, and then um, Hell's Bells. Mm. Um, it's been around quite a bit, and and I think the App State chant would be great if we could just sit there and not say App right after we say State. It sounds like we're saying State App, <laughs> State App. You know, like, like God, can then we can anybody do this? Um, and it's clear that we can't, but that's just, that's a little, uh, you know, that's not a big deal. But that's my rankings. This would probably be um, if if we had like our choice, what what would it be? Because clearly, Bugler's Dream is like an afterthought at this point. So right. in reality, Bugler's Dream is number three, and it's not even close. Um, but I think Bugler's Dream, and we make the case on the show all the time um, that Bugler's Dream is the like Hell's Bells. Like when you hear the bell, you know you're hanging. My kids do this by the oh, way in the stands. Dude. Bell goes off, hands go up. I mean, that's that's what happens, right? I mean, conditioning Pavlov's theory. It is mm-hmm. so. I so Charles and I we make the case that that that's why Bugler's dream is important because it when you hear that sound, it focuses. You know what's getting ready, it's kickoff. Like you know it's getting ready to happen. So uh, and it's a soup. It's a soup. Um, a, a college football thing. Like we're gonna have the band play this. You know, Bugler's dream. Whatever. That's a, kind of a unique niche thing. Maybe other programs do it. I, I don't know, but. Um, I would I would say Hell's Bells would be number one for me. Um, Bugler's Dream and then the App State Chant. 
I would, that's how I'd rank them. Ooh, what do we think about this right here? I I, I bring it back, man. I, I'm yeah, all. I don't I'm know why we took it away. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. All about it. There were yeah. two things that I feel like being on the field got the crowd most hype. Number yep. one for me, and this has also got me most hype, was when the band would come in around the track playing. Yes. Because right yeah. that was like right after like we got done warming up as kickers, yep. and the team would come out, and then the band would come in. I was like, all right, it's game yeah. day. Yeah, it's great. They're doing their drum cadence. You can yep. almost the say dr- it. Yes, yes. And they do that little thing. It's like, give them hell. And then, yes, the Sean Connery, welcome to the rock right before we ran out. Yeah. Dude, I... I, I mean, I couldn't agree more. I, 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 and it's so, see, that's what the thing I think about college sports and college football do goofy, weird things. Like they have Sean Connery. Like, is there any connection to that? Like, no, but it's, it, we've done it a long time and it's cool. What we do. So yes. it should stay. And that's why it should yeah. stay. And it, it's a good way to um, stay connected to that championship era. Like you guys were from, and you know, I'm from this where I was in school. Uh, it connects us there without keep holding us back. So we're still doing yes. cool things on the field. The program is is moving ahead and doing new things, but you got to keep some things that last. I mean, w- with that oh. same argument, like Virginia Tech, you know, they use Ender Sandman, and that that song's you know thirty two years old, but yeah. that doesn't matter. Like, there's no connection to Metallica and Virginia Tech, but they do it because they've always done it. It's cool. It's what Sandstorm, creates traditions. Like Clemson doesn't change their rock out every year. No. Yeah, like they don't go get a new rock. Yeah, that'd be how how crazy would it be if they did and we just didn't know it. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I'm gonna tell you this Actually, right now. <laughs> Hell's bells comes on. I was up on the bench with a towel every time. Yeah, yeah. Hell's bells every time. Dude, yeah, it's a big deal. Thanks to Adam Witten for uh, coming up with that idea. By the way, shout out Adam Witten. Yeah. Nice, love it, dude. Yes. All right, we got a uh, one of our other guys from the show, Dylon. He's a big Aaron Rodgers guy, and he said, "Do you think Aaron Rodgers? What would be the best part of his experience in Boone to find a psychedelic experience? <laughs> have a psychedelic?" To do you some ayahuasca? What's the best place where Aaron Rodgers would go? Aaron Rodgers climbs to the fire tower. He finds some <laughs> wildflowers and he's like waving them and smoking them in the air. He's like making his own little <laughs> fire up there with some weird rocks and stuff. And he's. <laughs> I think that. I think he's a Boone Saloon man before they before they expanded. Ooh! Oh, we got to here. We go. Got caught a comment here. What do you guys think about these rankings right here? Oh, this, see, all right. So this is hard. This is really no. It's hard. not. No, that's a, That's one error, though. That's an error. That's our oh, error. That is an error. Yeah. <laughs> so in that error, uh, I was uh, I was a flip side guy. Yes. Yes. Because I had bubble hockey, and if you didn't just jam a bunch of quarters in that bubble hockey machine every time you went in there and have half price, uh, what is it? Wednesdays, you uh, two for five or whatever. Two it is. five. Two for five. Deep, small. Dish, deep dish, baby. Yeah. And uh, I don't, I don't remember what the drink special yes. was. Who cares? Everything <laughs> was free hockey. if you put a big tip in the tip jar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely yeah. It was. <laughs> yep. I remember one time we took our. Uh, it was a slow night, and somebody had an Xbox in their car. <laughs> and we watched Wedding Crashers at Flipside. Like they're like, we don't care. We got popcorn over here. <laughs> that was the place, man. All right, Jay, you got another question? I do have a, another question. Mine are all opinionated, just because I like to hear people what they think. This year, Troy, obviously fantastic finish, awesome day. Got known as Miracle on the Mountain too. Ooh. 
Grand September. Not so fast, my friend. <laughs> what about JMU 2007? The fumble. Yeah. Oh, that was it. That was, it. That was in the stadium. There was Doc a banner Roman. in the stadium, Miracle Mountain, too. We just all of a sudden forgot about it. What do you guys think? I, I'll say this real quick. Um, I don't love that we call it Miracle in the Mountain, too. But we didn't see it coming, and it just happens, and it gets called oh. as it's called. So uh, yeah. you go with the radio calls. It is what it is. Um, yeah, I, I think you, I, you can't think calls. of anything clever in the moment when something like that happens when you're fourth and ten with two seconds to go, and you got a guy who can't throw it in the end zone. You know. What so I mean? th- there's like, another, but there's another part in that game though, Javi, where Devin Moore catches that pass. On fourth yes, down. fourth down. Oh, if, on the strings. if he doesn't catch it, it within a, 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 a centimeter off the turf, man, season's over. And the three peat is over. So you could argue that um in that game they, there were two miracles um or two unlikely plays or whatever. I, I'm I'm with uh, Charles for, for I, I just think that Adam Witten said it and everybody in the stands were kind of saying it too. And because of how fast you know information and content is disseminated, it just it stuck, whether we like it or not. But I think you're a hundred percent right that 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 fumble was as unlikely as um, as a Hail Mary, and that, that should probably be considered part two. Um, another purple team, right? Another purple team. Yeah. Yep. Snatching, there was um, no way in the world, I think it was Pierre Banks, was going to let that dude get the football mm, when it was yeah, on the man. ground. Well, never, another, I was standing right there. I was I, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing that somebody off the sideline didn't recover it. <laughs> another dude, like, another funny like, PA story is like, uh, obviously, T.A., he was a, the video guy for the team. But at that time, he that season, he started working for Jim Jordan, who was the head of production at NFL yep. Films at a time, and then NASCAR Media Group. Yeah, Jim was like, "I want you to just follow me, so like you can learn like the best spots where to be at during a game." And for that play, he was standing next to Jim Jordan, and they're both on the ball. And if you see, if you watch both their footage, it's hilarious because Jim Jordan's is tight. He pulls out. He sees the whole play. Tyler's tight. The ball gets fumbled. Tyler's camera starts going like this <laughs> because Tyler's jumping up and down <laughs> because he's so excited because he was still a fan at that point. So I love oh, is, like hearing his story God, that way. Dude, that's there great, man. Phenomenal games. The Furman game where we we strip sack to the house. Yeah. Uh, Byram. Oh, I think it was Omar Byram. Omar Byram. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and Marcus I was Morrell. God, dude. Just some, what a what a history, baby. Yeah, Absolutely the best. And the greatest September you've ever seen last year in college football Shoot, ever. Man. That was the most electric. I mean, you had Texas A and M. We were at we were at Butch's wedding. He had to sign off because his internet was bad. But we were at his wedding, and they delayed the wedding so that all of us who were in the wedding could stay. He said, "No, we're holding off. App State's about to beat Texas A and M." We watched the whole fourth quarter in between the wedding and the rehearsal or the reception. Would they delay? All the of us were back because so we, we wouldn't come out. All right, so how long was the delay? Like, it was like an hour and a half, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's App State, dude. And then you had, I mean, UNC, that game was nuts. Yeah. And then the Troy, I mean, in college game day comes up there. Luke Combs is there. Like, holy moly. And, and you know, we don't like, we, we were talking about um, this with Lance Ware recently. Um, we don't like to say it, but the JMU game was just as like, nerve-wracking you oh. had that excitement now it went the way that we didn't want it to go but th- yeah you're absolutely right that september contained is that, that took as much energy to follow app state as any month 
you know, outside America's of team that, I mean, we were married. I mean, we had every pre- I mean, it was, it was so awesome. Yeah, man. There's Butch. He's back. He's back. Yeah. He's it a was a wild delayed. September. Wild, wild. Um, we can go on. Somebody had a comment earlier about Parthenon and yeah. uh, I'm glad they did. Dylon, yeah. I guess it was. Um, yep. Dylon. So of those four, I had to choose left side, but if, if Parthenon was up there, I would have been my choice. Parthenon's Parthenon's nice. That was a nice place. Uh, all right, Tex, you, did you have another one? Yeah, I was just thinking back to some of the most memorable times I had up there. And I was thinking, you know, I remember this one time it was about negative three with the wind chill. And I was walking up to Greenwood lot to go get my car and drive back to uh, Fosco. So I was thinking, mm-hmm. what's the worst hill to walk up when it's freezing cold oh. in Boone? Shoot. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know about hill. Um, yeah. but my, it's always my, windy. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> always there's hills up hills both ways. It's the only campus that could say that. My I'm freshman here. winter semester, I walked I had eight AM and uh went from Justice to Walker. And um that was a three day I think it was either, it might have been four days. I think I had three eight AMs and an eight AM lab. I don't know what I was thinking, but um those were the times I was cold this morning. Anything. It had nothing to do with the hill, honestly. Um uh, it was straight into that tunnel. Um, I think I wore long johns in like September to class because I was, I mean, I, I, I grew, I kind of came up to you know, these games here. Like when I was young, I knew how cold it was. I knew how to layer, but man, I was not ready. I really wasn't ready. Um, that, that was some of the most brutal walks ever. Mm. I mean, this, I think that walk up to Greenwood's brutal, um, personally, but I, I had a, um, a winter or not winter, but you know, spring semester. I had racquetball. It's a walking up to the the oh, Quinn from yeah. across. Quinn. It was stupid. Yeah. I hated that. And Anytime you wanted to go to the Quinn, yeah, <laughs> the Quinnazy. Like we're gonna go work out. Why? All right, we got there. Let's <laughs> even, go back. Even the SRC was bad though. <laughs> yeah, there there was a time. There was a time though. I had a. Yeah, I was a freshman. Same kind of same thing as Charles. Uh, my my fall semester. So I'm like brain speaking new, but in early early December. Um, he got no. This was like around exam time, so I was like going to a review, and it was like negative eight outside, and it was whipping. And I remember feeling the moisture like on my eyeballs, like just burn a little bit, and thinking that this is not even real. And so, like, I would you know block my eyes, you know, walk, and I'd walk through the the student union and the library and everything else to get across to Rayleigh. Um, but yeah, man, when when people talk about that Boone windshield and and wind and stuff, like. It's no joke. It, nope. it, it's real and it's hard. And nope. um, yeah, man. You know what's sad? You know what's sad? My babysitter who who watches our kids every now and again, humble brag, is in school up there. Didn't get a single snow this year. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. It, it, the 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 it, um the worst snow this year because it was in March. It was four inches. It's terrible. Yeah. Wow. I'm dead serious. We we missed no school. Uh, we maybe had a two hour delay <laughs> like three times. Wait, Big oh, C, you're still God. in school? Well, my, well, my <laughs> daughter is. I, I, yeah, tradition never graduates, right? That's right. There you I'm go. Still here. That's the perfect answer. Yes, Big C. <laughs> no, oh, like, my dad. My dad's from Buffalo, New York, and growing up, he would always tell me, you know, I used to ha- walk up hills both ways in the snow barefooted, and I was just like. You're full of it it's not way like i would look into it there's really no way to do that i'm like showing him maps 
AK doesn't know what that is, but I'm showing him maps and like you gotta look, you gotta look down. I'm like, it's not possible. <laughs> I think my freshman year, because I didn't know, I didn't know who App State was or anything until Coach Brad Glenn went up there because he was my coach in high school. Okay. So I only went up there for a recruiting visit in like February, and they drive you around everywhere. Um, Who's your host? Trey Hennessy was my host. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> him and him and uh, Zach Amidro. Amidro, baby. Yes, but underrated talent. Underrated talent. No, you the know what it was. It really, it really was. It really was <laughs> Zach. It really was Zach Amidro, and we saw Trent Trey Hennessy, and he told me. He goes, I was supposed to be your host, but you know, I had better things to do because that was back when he was oh, dating Tra- Ashley. Oh, that was back dude. when he was dating Ashley Flair. And oh. I said to him to yes. his face, I said, Shouldn't you be working out more? Because didn't you fumble three times in the <laughs> <laughs> So we became fast friends after that. But back to my story, the hills. I think it was like November second, my freshman year, first big snow. I had to walk to class. I'm like, wait a second. This is a real thing. You can walk up hill both ways <laughs> from school. Oh, I remember uh, while we all were talking, we uh, we we were living in Jay Hall as my sophomore year, and the the snow and wind was so bad. Um, we took an, an apple cart to a party on Howard Street. Like we didn't even want to walk from, from, from <laughs> to Howard Street. We took the bus. Everybody standing with like three cases of beer. Like, hey, hey, how you doing? Uh, we're, uh, we're just here for the apple cart. Yeah. <laughs> And, and and the apple cart was running, baby. You know, ma'am, oh, yeah. ma'am. <laughs> hey, you go to apple carts running, you're going to class, pal. Yeah, that's the um, way. Let's. Uh, all right, I got one more. What's who's your goat app state player in the NFL? Wait. Oh, Ooh. I have a similar one. What, okay. what, what is, what's the qualifications? Just you know, like a player that I enjoyed watching, and they played in the NFL, or who do I think had the best career in the NFL? Mm, uh, had to play a minimum of 10 years, retired like two years ago. Yeah. Is it Sam Martin or is it Daniel Kilgore? <laughs> both, both of them are good friends. <laughs> we went up and saw Rookie this past year when yeah, they played Miami, did. so that was a good time. Yeah. <laughs> we call Rookie Sam. Yeah, See, my, my question was, so we on this show, we always, every graph or stat, you know, our we call it water cooler debate. We say Tom Brady's not available. So I'm going to start with this for an app state question. Armani Edwards is not available. Ooh. Who is the goat QB at app state? Oh, oh that's not dude. That's not. No, uh-uh. what it might be different. I watched it with my own two eyes, buddy. Richie I know Williams. who my answer would be. Yeah. Um, mm. I, you know, I, I didn't have the, the benefit of watching Richie in person play in high school. Gosh, dude. So, but I will say the people that I trust the most, you know, that know football, um, that watch him play. And I've, seen, I've certainly seen, you know, clips and highlights of him play and stuff. Um, I think that a guy like Richie would translate really, really well with a team like we have now in an era like we have now would do really, really well. Also, I really like the guy. Um, he's the he's always like the coolest dude in it, whatever room he's in. Um, I still think twenty two. He's still twenty two. Man, I, yeah. I think it would be hard. It'd be hard not to say Richie Williams. Honestly, go. as good as Zach Thomas and Taylor Lamb and Chase Bryce were, I mean, the dude brought us our first national championship dude. and um, paved the way for our money. Because they went for they went from Joe Burchett. Yeah. Right. 
to Richie. Yeah. They made the change, and he he is how probably Armani became Armani. He was Richie Williams was unbelievable, dude. He well, was a okay. leader of by all. He knew everybody's name on the team. Yeah, he he was just a good dude, and he was a baller, dude. He would not yeah. take. He would not lose. So, so that's leader, actually a good dude. question. So if you, if you say you can't take Armani, but you had to pick someone to lead your team, but not it's not Armani, that I think I would pick Richie for sure. Yeah. If that's like the qualifications, like I'm taking the guy all the way. Like you know, you can make it great. They had to carry him down the field. They had to carry him down the field in the national title game. It was a Byron yeah. Leftwich type deal. Yeah, that's because Trey Elder was still puking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh! They're like Trey. You're in. Come on the show, Trey. Down, (laughs) said. Yeah. So, so yeah, Richie. Richie had to go play that Marshall game in 2002, where the the score was ugly at the end. But it was a that team was ranked. That Marshall team was, and they had like four NFL players on their roster. And uh, that was when Marshall was a tough place to play. I actually went to that game. It was ugly in the stands. Let me say that, and at the tailgate. Um, but that was a 23 to 17 game in the third quarter. And we had a ball that we couldn't fall on. Um, that was fumbled. Josh Jeffries just couldn't get it before it went out of bounds. Jeffries. And we would have had the ball at their like the 35 middle. yard line and like going to go score. And Richie had to start that game because Burchette had to have some back procedure like two weeks in, like into camp. And they're like, we got this dude. He's like 158 pounds and he's going to have to go start this game against Stuck. Marshall. Yeah, and Stug. he went up there and like gave everything he could. Stug. I mean, that was that was the Leftwich team. That was Darius Watts. They had another receiver who was really good that was drafted. Uh, I was a, that was a I was like, man, this Richie Williams guy is going to turn into something. I mean, you could tell you, you could you could feel it. You knew it when we recruited him, honestly. Um, yes, but yeah, but yeah. Shout out you, Big C. Else, I think our same thing with Armani. Uh, shout out you, Big C. Our parents remember watching games with you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I looked down on the phone and uh, I was like, I saw that your mom had uh, had retweeted it earlier, and I was like, I was like, that's really odd. Like your mom doesn't tweet like like you know, but it's just not 2012 Mama, anymore. Mama K is the best. Mama K is uh, the best. Big support. But I was like, all right, I think I might know who I'm running into on here tonight. Later. <laughs> Most people know us by our little brother too. So <laughs> right. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. I mean, I don't have any anybody else text or Javi. You got any questions? I have any questions say, as, we, as we get closer to tailgating season? Two two type two different types of tailgates. You got early season tailgates and late season tailgates. So you got your early season tailgate drink of choice and your late season tailgate drink He's of going choice. Back. He's trying to get you say October fourth. I I am a very superstitious. There you go. I, I not a little not, superstitious. I, I I do not switch it up. I may vary a quantity of one versus another. But I mean, if it's, you know, if it's, uh, you know, like, say, like if you have a game like we played against Charlotte, you know, you got to stay hydrated with those, you know, those crushables. And uh, if you have a game where it's like, I need some some brown juice about 10 a.m., then you got to do that, too. So it's just a matter of at what point do you start the the hard stuff? Mm. I drink Mm. Miller Light all season. I'm yes. Pilsner. Fine Pilsner. Yeah. Come on the show, Miller Light. Pilsner never lets you down. I think early yeah. season I'm going with I'm going with the fine <laughs> fine pilsner myself, but late season I'm going for a little bit of apple cider mixed with some uh, yeah Morgan. It's cozy. He oh, also oh, doesn't yeah. make it to the game, so 
Remember, he yeah, said, right. I waited until y'all got back. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I went home. I've been, I've been here since, when, where have y'all been? Dude, we've been playing a game. What do you mean? Like, we win. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, before we got on, I told you all that quick story about the Elon game. Tex was the complete opposite. I'd see him after the game. He would ask me how I did, and I knew that he was being like honest because he had no idea. He didn't watch a game. He was probably watching Tebow and whoever else. Yeah. <laughs> he was just taking it for granted. Uh, I okay. So South Alabama seems to be the team. Some belt. Eighteen starters returning. Heard that on a podcast I listened to today. Yeah. What are they going to do with it? What walk us off the ledge? Because six and whatever we were last year. I'm like, we gotta come on now. Give us some encouragement before we before we end this thing. Tell us, come on, it's gonna be okay. We're going back to being ten and two, eleven and one, whatever it is. Come on now, man. You got us losing a game. I thought you were a real fan. Hey, come on. Look, I'm just saying the over under right of losses. He knows he knows our halftime management skills. So yeah, Yeah. he has us losing. (laughs) What? So uh, Charles, I don't know if you have a. a I do. I'm gonna let you go first. Yeah. I mean, I I think the um, the five one possession games, the fact that um, man, if you just watch those those games last year, we were getting no penetration at, at the defensive line, and um, and we already just odd. It is, and it's unfortunate. Uh, and if that kind of left our secondary, I think out to dry, and they already weren't great. Um, dude, if you talk, I'm telling you, talk to Green Hall and DeAndre Dingle Prince. We saw him at at a media day. And when this dude like looks at you and says, I'm 20 pounds heavier, but I'm faster and stronger. Uh, and you know, the kind of work that Greenhall put those guys through. It's, it's almost impossible to be optimistic about improving on that side of the ball. And he even mentioned that. I don't, you probably didn't, if you only listened to an hour, you probably didn't get to that point yet, but I haven't gotten to the interview yet, but I he, will. Yeah. But he, he really talks about the, and he's not, it, he goes into specifics about what's been happening, but, um, I think if you put a Green Hall program in, in what these guys have been through the last year, if you go back to January 22 and you put them through that same ringer, um, I think it's a two or three win swing. I really do. Um, mm. I, I think that we've had some, and I haven't released this episode yet, but Charles, Noah Hannon, Alex Gray, and myself, we we basically went back and ranked recruiting classes from 13 to 20, and we've we had three or four underwhelming recruiting classes that you could see for yourself. And eventually that catches up coaching transitions, poor recruiting classes, not the best S and C um, that's how you get six and six, but um, talk off a ledge, man. I mean, our guys are, are, I think more unified um, that staff that Clark put together on the defensive side of the ball, man. I think it's the real deal. Um, Coach Clark to his credit, man, he brought in some like bodies, um, I'm not saying they're like the most skilled, you know, whatever. Dogs, the world, dogs. They got dog. They got that dog in them. We got size, though. I mean, they they're big. Um, okay. I was not feeling the most optimistic in the world in December of 2022. I was, you know, I was feeling bad, but in August uh, 2023, I, I feel really good for those reasons. Charles, I don't know what you're gonna say. Although we talk all the time. About yeah. This. <laughs> well, we we do and we don't. Uh, I think there's so much that we talk about that we, you know, that isn't that doesn't go on the pot. Right. Um, but I, I just, on ours. yeah, yeah I, I don't, I don't, I really don't feel that we're going to have this situation where we're going to be bad two years in a row. No, that just, that's just, just not in our DNA. And, 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 um, and I don't think Sean Clark's going to let it happen. You know, um, you know, I, I, I go back to 
what he said in that on the field, whoever from ESPNU was uh, interviewing him about uh, what it's like to be, you know, a Mountaineer. And it's like, what does this mean to you? He says, we've lost three games in a row and that's hard. Yeah. And, and yeah. that that's, yeah. he wasn't thinking about losing to UNC. He wasn't thinking about beating Texas A&M. <laughs> he had to beat Texas A&M because he knew what that meant. Cause going back to Louisiana and all, you know, and all the other stuff. So, oh, yeah. Uh, in the bowl game against Western Kentucky, where everybody was hurt and it was hot, and mm. Bailey Zappi we, was slinging that thing around. And mm. we just, yeah. Zappi with it. That's yeah. a that's a system. Um, yeah, but I, I'm going to go to this. I mean, you're talking about South Alabama. I, we had a lot of teams last year in the Sun Belt who saw success who haven't done it a lot. Who has more to prove? The team that knows how to do it like us and had a blip, or the team I got that a chip. haven't I got had a chip now. The teams that haven't had success like multiple years in a row, how do they handle that? Now they have expectations. Yeah, now they're the ones that've got the X on their back, and you know people aren't going to forget about us. You know they know that's not going to happen. But I mean, if you're looking at South Alabama's schedule, um, I'm just going to think about the conference games. I got to go to Harrisonburg. You know, um, I don't think that JMU is going to be as good. I don't think they're really as good as they were last year. They just caught lightning in a bottle. Yeah, I don't know Um, who I hate more: JMU, Coastal, or Georgia Southern. They'll you beat Monroe. They'll beat Monroe. They got Southern Miss and Louisiana back to back home games. They're going to lose one of those. I don't know who it's going to be. They're going to lose one of those games. Probably Southern Miss. They got to do the midweek at Troy. Uh, Arkansas State. They'll win at home, but then they get Marshall late. And we saw what Marshall did when they got you know at the end of last year. They got better as the season went on. And then they got to go to Texas State with a new with a new team with got like sixty new players and yeah. <laughs> I think that's the one of the biggest wild cards in the West is who's whose season will they screw up? They like got a Texas, sick facility though too. Yeah, yeah. Who, who can Texas State like go five and seven and who who are they going to beat in those five and kind of you know get in the way of who gets to the conference championship game? I don't know. I'm not saying South Alabama or Troy won't repeat. It's very likely, but I just don't think they'll have the success that they did last year. And I know they got I a lot agree. of starters. But now, that, I'm but, rooting. I'm rooting for the Sun Belt all over the place. Every time, sure. like, South Alabama went out there to UCLA, Marshall beats Notre Dame, we beat yep. Texas A&M. Like, the first few weeks of Sun Belt was like, this, hey, come Let's on go. now. Y'all, y'all, yeah. y'all bring it down here. We'll Look, put up or shut up. I don't care if you're Big Five, Pack Four, whatever. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Put Hey, put straight. We'll bring her. We'll do her. Yeah, man. All right. Get all the teams I, that you don't play. That's not us. That's fine. Go that's right. right. <laughs> don't, don't schedule the Sun Belt. Be the dumbbell. I got, uh, I got. I got one more, okay. and this doesn't have to be your opinion. So we we all <laughs> like politician we, over here. We all like we all like this guy for who he is. So my question is, according to the mob, you know, the Twitter mob or whoever the near haters Twitter. near Twitter. Yes, is Clark on the hot seat? Mm. If you want to ask them. <laughs> Um, so if you don't want to do a Twitter poll about that, yeah, no. yeah. In, in a in a silo, man, this is such a like there there in in college athletics, man. There are politics baked in everything because you have such a a political figure in the chancellor or president who is yeah. almost always an idiot. Like it's 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 really important to have like we don't know what, we didn't know what we had when we had Ken Peacock. Like it was great we had. Oh, Ken Peacock, dude, he's doing right. push-ups on the board on right. the on the side. Right. I, I think I think if it was up to Doug Gillen, like 
if if we didn't factor in Sherry, I think he believes in what Sean Clark's doing and he sees that what's going into this. And we do too, guys. I mean, this is like this is the kind of stuff that was happening behind the scenes when Sat was doing all this work and, and we were struggling a little bit, but we we're getting set back up on the right track. That stuff's happening right now. So I don't think he's on the hot seat. I think there are some wildly bad things that would have to happen for him to truly be on the hot seat. Um, and and he and I'll say this: this is not a he should not be on the hot seat because Ooh. we're setting our we're setting ourselves up honestly. And this is not something fun for like a fan driven podcast guy to say. But it, it's almost like I'm I'm potentially discounting 2023 already, which I'm not. But, but this not. team is clearly with all due being, respect. With all due all respect, respect. All due respect. Trey Armani's not available. Armani's not available. Armani's not available. Trey Elders puking with <laughs> yes. But right. we're set up for 2024. Or Sam Martin, your goat is your goat's uh, NFL. Yes, mm-hmm. got it. Go ahead. 100. No, <laughs> he he shouldn't be he shouldn't be on the hot seat. Um, this is um very clearly to me um heading in the right direction, but ultimately, I think it's 2024. Where we could see some Ooh. serious fireworks. I'm, I'm serious. I think that we got a, a good setup. The the thing that could really derail it is honestly, it depends on how this year goes and who shows up. But dude, the NIL stuff. I mean, we yeah. lost our best outside linebacker to you know to Auburn. I, I think we replaced him well or whatever. Apparently, Brendan Harrington's playing well. Um, yeah, but some of that bad advice obviously. from that person. Not 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 that he won't do well, but. I hope he does well. I mean, yeah, I hope, I, I hope yeah, he does. Of course, um, but yeah. NIL is just a different ball game. It's just silly. Yeah. There's always there's always going to be a faction of people who are going to say that um, you know put put the faith in the hands of Doug Gillen and uh, the chancellor that they can make the best decisions and all that good stuff. And then like if we have a five and seven season or something like that, that you know feel free to to cut rope or whatever. There's there's a small part of some people that um, will also say that if if you fire this guy without any good reason for doing it, you might as well be counting your last days at app because yeah, that will it, happen. Yeah. goes back to app because, state family. And it goes back to the, you know, at the end of the day, it's the board of trustees mm-hmm. and, and they're falling in line with some people right now, as long as they have to. And at some point that that table is going to turn and they're going to be looking back at the BOT and saying, look, we're in charge. This is our school, not, I'm the not your now. school. Yeah, I'm the captain I'm, now. Seriously, I, hey. look, I, I'm not naming names. I just, I just feel like if you just got all due really, respect. You got to be really, really careful if if you pull out the scissors or whatever you want to call it, um, without good reason. Well, I mean, then, how how lucky were they that Sat turned it around? Extremely after that um, first year, Sat was there, and yeah. and. For good reason, he got he brought in a lot of guys and redshirted all of them. Like, yeah, you know, he felt for, it too. He felt the heat for right? good reason. I mean, but if he didn't turn around, oh, good gracious! Yeah, so the, that was, the thing though that was five and thirteen. You know, yeah, he, he had yeah. to he had to fix something. Yeah, but at, at the at the end of the day, like the the only way to approach, and I'm trying to take my fan hat off, and if you analyze this from a, a business standpoint, the only reason you fire Sean Clark is if you are so sure that he can't do it. And that you are so sure that the next guy you're gonna hire can do it. Yeah. Right. And then at App State's level, you you can only hire two types of head coaches. You can hire people that have been head coaches before and and at higher levels and didn't succeed. Butch Jones. Or 
It, yeah, Butch Jones, uh, or you can hire people that might be good head coaches. Like Hilton. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's well, a great point. If, so if those you, are the only two you yeah, can you, you can hire. Fire Screw him. You, Jordan Southern. Fire him. You're you're where do you go next? Because he's right. like, he's like one of the last tenured well, app guys. That you get into there's, a there's, fan, there's, you get into a fan base fight. Right. That's exactly that's that's kind of what I was alluding to, Tex, is um you're gonna have people who are gonna say Doug Yolen's doing the right thing. I have all my faith in him, but there's going to be people who turn and say well, that, that ain't right yet. That is not right. And uh, when when Sean Clark was talking to media day, he's like, he and Sean Elliott are the two highest ten- or longest tenured coaches in the conference, <laughs> and this is his fourth year. And be honest, I can't believe Elliott's still a head coach there. Yeah, but they don't. It, well, and it's another situation that? where they don't. They're, they're, yeah. They don't have expectations. Exactly. Yeah. They, they they care more about basketball and it, and no one cares about football. They have, no culture. they have zero culture. They couldn't raise a buyout money if they wanted to, you know, or anything. So I just I personally as long think as Charlie's down there, Sean yeah. safe. Oh yeah. Yeah. I I think I think I like Sean Clark and I think he's gonna write the ship and get things going this year. I think he knows what he's not good at and he's good at understanding that. And putting people in place who are good, but I also I also think that he was prematurely hired. After what Drink did, yeah, one and done. That's fair. We didn't think that App was a stepping stone school, which we very well should possibly could be now, just because we're gonna a new coach is gonna come in, they're gonna win games, they're gonna get a better offer, they're gonna move on. People didn't like that. That's what Drink did. So we just immediately hired an app guy. And I don't know that Clark was necessarily ready for it. So I think he's learned a lot. And his first year was COVID. You know, he's dealing with all that stuff. Now all that's behind us. I think he's going to write the ship, but I just think that he wasn't ready at the beginning. It was a, it was an overcorrection. You know, we, Mm -hmm. we did not want to have that happen to us again. And and no AD wants to go back and hire football coaches every two years. I mean, it's great if you're that successful, if you're going to win games and go 13 to one. Right. If that's well, fine. You can't, but you, but you, guys odds, you can't build culture. You can't do recruiting classes. That's, I mean, it gets really tough to, to get consistency. Oh, I know. Uh, and when I, you fall off, you fall off hard, too. You know, yeah, you, you yeah. go like ECF and you go like two and 10 one year. And you're like, oh, my goodness. And I, I, I don't, it, it's, it's really tough because I don't, I don't think, I don't think we really know how good Drink could have been at App. Um, his recruiting class was not good. Um, at all that's another thing he, with, he all due a, respect. He, with all due respect i'm gonna throw Thank up in you. the trash can right here it, it all, all, all due respect um drinks recruiting oh, class <laughs> hey people go go look those that are listening to this go look at coach satterfield's last two recruiting classes which are um 18 and 19 and go look at drinks only class which is 20 and and tell me that it was set up nice to come into no matter who they hired no matter who they they came in and hired, okay, um, I, I think it's tough. And like I said, Drink leaves. He, he's this sexy name, this high profile name. Then who do you hire? Um, who who do you hire to? And and now it's so tough to make a hire when someone leaves in early December because then you have early signing period and you can't yeah. just sit there and not hire somebody. <laughs> when I think uh, they're going to change that back though, because nil. I think they're going to change it back because it disproportionately hurts Power Five schools. Yeah, Texas A&M announced Power Four. Power four. Yeah. Well, Power Five. You're right. The Pac Four. Sorry. 
AM mentioned something that they're disbanding their what do they call the 12th man plus deal, which is like they're basically their NIL funding situation. They said we're gonna dissolve this. Because so they won three games after spending the most money. <laughs> I, I, I think they said they cited the, like something about IRS code. No, I think it was, the, it was, Liv, Liv was, was that their main one though, Charles? Was like their was that their main fund, their organization or collective? It was like one of them. I, I don't know well, if there was twelve of them or whatever, but they might they might have had one set up where um, they were advertising it was like a tax write off, and they were doing all this charitable stuff, and the and the IRS was basically like, no, the yeah, stuff you're doing is a tax write off. Yeah, but it seems to me like something's coming with that. Like it, Arch Manning, oh, Arch, regular, Arch Manning, Arch Manning would never give mm. anything to uh, charity. No, or, yeah, he's a dirtbag, Arch Manning. Can't stand oh, that dirt kid. bag, scumbag. <laughs> what do you think? He's not, not even the starter. <laughs> hey, horns down. He's blur that out. Blur old. that out whenever we do it. Just blur it out. All right, let's get it. Unless you have any questions for us, I do. I do. Okay, because like. I mean, I play a little DFS. Ooh. So what? So right. what do y'all do? Like, I mean, you're talking about the millie. You're talking your golf. Your like golf NFL. right now. Heavy okay. golf right now. So what? So yeah. whatever the season may be. May yeah. Bring. So we in the NFL, we enter lineups into the million dollar contest every week for NFL. But when NFL is not available, we we play golf. So we Heavy dig golf. deep in to to golf. We find those guys six thousand or seven thousand <laughs> and below. Yeah. Talk about it. We we get after it. You, so hey, if you watch for a minute after you get after you guys get off, we're about to go into a huge detail about how we pick our dudes. It's gonna be hilarious. oh okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like you, we, you guys want to, they could probably stick around if they wanted to. I might. AJ, like, uh, I'm over my skis, fellas. On this, <laughs> I it, this it ain't, but, my, ain't my game. I'm gonna go throw up in the trash can. After we do bowl, have, so. we do have to we we got to answer the one question right the water cooler <laughs> debate. <laughs> I told you about this right. I told you about this. You passed yeah. it along. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So first, before we do the water cooler debate, uh, we always have a segment of, or a little video we play before the water cooler debate. I don't know if Jay, I want to skew that up or if it's going to boot me from the live stream. No, Go I got gotcha. you. Serious? Oh my god, no you're an idiot! Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's fantastic. I love that. We okay. <laughs> better or Ryan Parker's uh, Cardinal uh, reel on his uh, the announcement of his uh, sandwich and all deal. I don't know if that's better or this. <laughs> you guys gotta say hey, our how dare you video. Tell them to come. Yeah, the how dare you. Tell them to come on the show. Uh, but first, we get into the water cooler bay. We do a dad joke. So let me. Uh, let me. I, I write these myself. Every show. So Sarah. why do you? Why do you feel so good after you finish folding laundry? I don't know. I didn't, get, do, I didn't do it. You, I don't know. Because you you get you get closure. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> don't don't compliment him. Yes, that was great. You're really stretching the collar on that one, Adam. You know what Trey Elder would do if you heard that joke? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> hey, I want to. I just want to say that's dry humor. Okay. Oh, don't man. believe me? Just wash. Oh, okay. Uh, All right. Three dad jokes <laughs> in one day. Wow. <laughs> I'm saying you can't laugh, you can't clap, you can't even compliment him. He just, he just he's like, oh, I can't. I'm gonna really get him with this next one. I'm gonna really get him with this. All right. So our our goat coach saying from last episode, uh, I absolutely landslide. So you can expect another uh, banner that I'm gonna hang probably right here. Uh, I won with 54 percent of the the vote with everything you got. Butch P was second with his time. The <laughs> Texan Edge tied. 
They thought that there was some uh, some uh, favoritism being played there on the poll, but uh, no, no, thank you, Tex, with your uh, I don't know what you said. Do it right, do it light. Edge said, "Get your hands off your knees" or something, whatever. No, air's bad. Air's bad. <laughs> air's, air's bad down there. Uh, yeah, whatever I put up there. But this week's this this episode's poll. What is the goat type of nail? And that's it. You can, I mean, that's that's open ended. Now, typically, we let we let the guests go first. So, if you want to go first, or if you'd like to watch us go and see where you this should is go going. first, because you're not explaining it well. You're saying like comment. It doesn't have to be okay. like a literal nail. You, I, you I can actually be thought a, about this. I have an answer. Okay, let's go. I'm going to say Trent Reznor. <laughs> Does that work? Yeah. Is that a, is Did he get run over? <laughs> well, see, he was the hammer or the nail. He had to be. <laughs> yes. Now you two have to consolidate because we got to put this up on Twitter to vote, and then we'll we'll sit, we'll show you the results. Trent Reznor is the best nail. He's the greatest nail. Okay, I love. So, that. So you guys know who so, Trent Reznor is? I don't no. know if I yeah. want you to tell me or not. <laughs> <laughs> he's the he's the guy that founded Nine Inch Nails. Oh. oh. <laughs> it's look, it's like ten fifteen. You're thinking too so, much on this one. You're putting yeah. a lot of faith that's into good. our followers. <laughs> that's, I it's a, that's it's a, no, well, that might play. Answer. Trent Reznor. All right, Big C. Do you want to go? Or do you want to? You want to tag your hit your wagon to that? So, like, are we are we speaking in the in the nail as in like a figuratively or like, like a framing framing nail? I was gonna know? go next. I was going right, to so, no, go next. I'll go next. Give him more context. Okay, right, so, so here, put this poll up on Twitter, and then at Millie goes, vote on the already, poll. You already read that. Okay. I'm not reading anything. If I was reading, I'd be looking over here. It's a reset. Um, I'm <laughs> going, Josh, I'm going the Naylor brothers in the MLB. Okay. <laughs> Mine's better. Now, if you want to hear another one, Tex or Javi can go, because I want to hear that one. Tex or Javi go, which is lagging back. Go ahead, go ahead, Tex. For a nail scene, I was gonna want to say you hit the you hit the nail on the head. There you go, nail on the head. Mm. So we got Nailer, Trent Risner, <laughs> nail on the head. Tex, go ahead. Nail Yakupov, the greatest <laughs> flop in Oiler history. Ooh, okay, <laughs> Javi. There's one that's like just staring us in the face with all due respect. Yes, and I'm gonna say it. Excuses. Because what I'm about to do is I'm gonna nail it. No, <laughs> no. no excuses. You missed. I was trying it. to avoid it. I was trying to give you an easy one. But if we're just gonna name people, I'll say no, Dale Jones you... from <laughs> when Bo Jackson ran over him at Tennessee. <laughs> Big C, there's one out there that's just dying to be said, Big C. Think right, I'm, crazy. I'm, prob I'm probably not going to get it right. Um, <laughs> think that. Think. I. I'm think, probably not going to get it right. Not even close. I'm. I'm trying to think of. Uh, um, the greatest nail is probably Chad Henne. <laughs> oh. From Pierre Banks. Uh, oh. When he, when he sacked him in the Michigan game. So I don't. I don't. Oh no, Cam Spear, Chattanooga. Oh baby, 
highlight video probably 16 times. Shutter, <laughs> also, shutter also, also from the greatest video TA ever made with Jeremy Piven, it's playoffs time. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Y'all need to see if TA has this, if he can go back in the archives. This is a Fox Sports net game we play in Georgia Southern in 1999. And uh, Chuck- Adrian Peterson? Yep, Adrian no, no, no. Peterson. Not, not he, was, he, was play, he was playing he was back then. He was on that team. We had a DB named Chuck Payne, and uh, Georgia Southern tied, uh, quarterback threw a little swing pass out, and and Chuck Payne sniffed this thing out to an absolute T. Uh, you know, D cleater like I've never seen before. Happens like right in front of our sideline, like the 45. And and I'm sure that dude still is still feeling it. I, <laughs> I don't know if I can get that off VHS into some gift form, but uh, – <laughs> If you can go find it, that was an, uh, the announcer said he had this like call. He like he stopped for a second. He goes, "Great googly moogly." What <laughs> <did he> <laughs> so uh, that, that's reaching back in the archives. There, there we go. I was nobody said nail in the coffin. I thought for sure somebody said nail in nope. the coffin. My backup was going to be excuses are the nails that build the house of failure. Yeah. I can't fit all that in the Twitter box. I know. So I was trying to, that's why I didn't use it because it was too much. Everybody's going to have to text me their answer because I every, don't want any. Every coffin has their final nail. Mm. We had the last nail in the coffin. It's like it's too hard to explain on Twitter. You only get like three <laughs> words. That's why I went with the guy's name. The air's bad, bad down there. <laughs> yeah, the air's bad. All right. Uh, thanks for a. Hey, that's, I mean, that's, unless y'all have any questions for us, that's. What, so what's the yeah I got a question the the two players here what what are the most underrated App State players that aren't talked about enough from your era? Well, Matt, I think Matt Klein's number one. Yeah. Ooh, yes. Maru. Mario, Mario Acatelli. Yes. Yeah. Paul Butch. Freshman All American. Like three. Like Jacobs at, blocker. Jacobs at left tackle trophy. as a freshman. Yeah. Absolute stud. DJ Smith too, dude. He. Mm. I don't. Mm. Jock. Jock Roman got a lot of, and Jock was dude, awesome. Maru didn't even Roman. allow a sack one one of dude, those years. Maru, Mario, yeah. that's by the way, that's our cousin. Mario's our. Cousin. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Oh cool. It's we awesome. have a rich App State history, but yeah, he was Mar stud, absolute stud, big fan um, of Mario. And then Jeremy Wiggins was a pay ball. Yes. Yeah. Jeremy that, Wiggins. Uh, was a freak. 2005 LSU game. He Dude. absolutely nailed somebody across Eight the ball? middle. Yep. Uh, yes. Yeah. He did. Yes. I don't remember then, who that uh, was. That was Jamarcus Russell's play. Chill, uh, chill Mayfield. Yes. Toothpick. Yeah. Yep. So I, linebacker. There's, there's <laughs> when you go from linebacker to uh, leading wide receiver, receiver. That's, that's something, <laughs> and then that's it was something. a freak. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you uh, somebody else before Matt Klein, Hans Bashaw. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, for sure. Hans. Great. Hand. Hey. I don't know if Hans listens to this, but I've, I've had some DMs with him and he follows the show or whatever. I was like, hey, man, we'd love for you to come on because, like like you just said, Jay, I mean, he's like super underrated. He was a great player. He was. And he's like, I'm not coming on until I'm head coach one day. I was like, okay. That was his situation. Exactly. Exactly. With all due respect. I said, motivation. We're giving him there some motivation. Go. He wants to come yes. on the show when he's head coach. That's and I said, awful. well, I said, if you come on the show, you can like, showcase your football prowess for people to hear and whatever. And he's like, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Great player. Yeah. And, and Matt Klein, man, he, he crawled. So Thomas Hennigan could fly. Yes. I, I was like, I felt meek. So I didn't actually come in to be a kicker. 
I came in to be a wide receiver because like Coach Glenn was my coach. Okay. He he oh, ran offense to throw me the ball. And like I was I wanted to be who Matt Klein was, but yeah. I wasn't capable of doing that. So I transitioned to another position. But he was the man. He's such a nice person too. Like it's oh, yeah, not like dude. even like he's just grateful. Like the dude's the nicest but shy. Like yeah. I like I don't want to speak for him, but like he, I, he would be it would be a hard conversation because he's just a shy oh, person dude. in general. Nah, I remember you know, I had I had problem. several classes with with him and Devin Moore and DJ Smith. Uh, we we're all business majors. I had a lot of classes with Matt Klein, and all like all due respect, all due respect to Matt Klein. All due respect. Um, can't say that respect. enough. Can't say it enough, and I'll say it again. All due respect. Um, well, I will he, echo that. I think all due he, respect. <laughs> <laughs> I think he struggled a little bit with speaking in front of the class. Yeah, he got, he got he got a little nervous. Um, but I mean, I don't care. I mean, I was a huge fan. Um, he didn't want that limelight. He wanted he wanted to work hard and do his job, and then yeah. go back to his apartment. Yeah, Fun he, fact, so, I he and I were I I was the number one quarterback in Davidson County. Oh, here Long we go. County, and he was number and he was number two. Is that a fact? Hey, have Pat. you guys heard the story about AK beating Pat McAfee in a kicking contest? Because <laughs> he's told a story yeah, about golf and corner, times. baby, golf and corner. It fit my it fit my ball flight. That's that's all I can say. I haven't heard. Oh. Is, is that but yeah? Me, Matt Klein, and I were quarterbacks in the same county, and I was I was the number one quarterback, <laughs> and he was the number two. So I always told him that too. He was a stud, love Matt though. Klein, dude. Yeah. Matt Klein. I I I hear what you're saying, Vi, but. I'd love to. I, I don't know, love to have him on, and he's a great player. Loved watching him play, man. I still Ellis. don't know how he got up from that hit at Montana. So, I, so what's funny about that is I had a class with him in the spring of ten. So that was following the the playoff game yeah. in two thousand nine. And you know how the first day of class, so it's like January fifteenth or whatever, and you know everyone's doing roll. Like you know, I don't know if that's how they still do it, but Fresher stood out there with a piece of paper and he was asking everybody if they were here or whatever. And they go to Matt Klein. It was Steve Clopton. I don't know if he's still a professor up there or not. He goes, yeah, there you go, Steve Clopton. And he goes, <laughs> uh, Matt Klein? And he's here. And he, and he, like, takes his glasses off. He, like, steps up the, you know, the steps a little bit towards the seat. He goes, son, are you the Matt Klein that got the hell knocked out of him in Montana? <laughs> <laughs> and he said, uh, he said, yes, sir. And he goes, Son, how are you standing upright? <laughs> how are you standing upright right now? He's like, it's tough, but I'm I'm all right. But uh, yeah, I'll always remember that he um he absolutely got leveled, and I can still see it. I can still see it in my in my brain. Clock's yeah. class was tough. It was sales management or something like that. Yeah, that tough class. That was a tough class. Yeah, what's really funny? He taught sales management, but he spent his career like in the working world at purchasing. So he wasn't even in sales. He's a fraud. Ooh. <laughs> wow. I'm kidding. Professor Clopton was cool. Um, but he sold you on how he could teach the class. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he did. But um sales management, Steve Clopton. Shout out Steve Clopton. He's probably retired at this point. Oh He's yeah. Like, oh. Look, don't you guys love our show? Our host just <laughs> just got left and nobody knows why. Well, I mean, I'm we, to step we, out and go pee real quick. We, we we do have a little secret on our show. Maybe not made for air, but uh 
any time that AJ may get on is one of his more long-winded uh, um, rants and talking to people. Sometimes I'm, just, you know, nature calls. I'm, I just dip out, you know. But before we were on Streamyard, I was like, I'm putting them, you know, I'll be back in a minute, you know. <laughs> so, but yeah, it happens. You got to do what you got to do. Got to do what you got to do, especially when you make three-hour podcasts like we do. I love I it. Just, I just pee in a bucket underneath the desk here, and uh, no one's heard me. Yet, so. Get a camel oh, or a reverse camel back. <laughs> that's exactly right. With keep all it, keep, it, keep the, the same one you puke into. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I call it my my elder bucket. <laughs> yes, I can't wait to be listening to the show and you guys. Are like, we're just gonna <laughs> real quick. All right, <laughs> and now we get next segment. <laughs> we were on the Millie Goats podcast. Yeah, oh. Watch out to get Trey Elder yeah. on the podcast and yeah. ask. Your we'll first make sure is, did you have grow a up before you it. came we'll on Elder like, on it Elder bucket. <laughs> hey elderberry syrup maybe that'll stop his uh Ooh. all right <laughs> fellas this was phenomenal yeah man thanks for having us oh, i'm gonna man. hang because i'm gonna make Go ahead, a lineup. dude bring it i'm gonna bring i'm gonna make go, a lineup because i'm so aj dfs golf. Big C. come on man aj i cannot this is a real pleasure for us to be like because we want like obviously we all love app state yeah it's a it's a family so, no, I, yeah, think, I mean, I think I, I'll just say, like, I appreciate what you guys are doing. Like, you're bringing yes. actual, real facts and knowledge to the situation of and history, like good history. State football and sports in general. I mean, I know you guys do more than football. It's just like, it's very much appreciated. Like, mm-hmm. just, you know, because you have all those, the, the mob out there and you don't never know the facts. And like, you guys actually try to bring those. So I appreciate that. Well, I mean, the thing is for like looking, looking from the outside, it's like, you look at all these big school, big time programs. They got podcasts, TV shows, radio shows. And like y'all nine years ago, were blazing the trail for like app state. Like, Hey, we got fans and people who got something to say too. So it's, yeah, we, I I appreciate it. I got to say like my litmus test for whether we're doing a good job is, um, when former players, um, say things like that like we appreciate what you're doing and um we have several former players in our in our facebook group that support the show and there's just not a it's not a better compliment because if if the guys that are working out and going all these practices and watching film and all this other stuff if they listen to what we're doing and they're like okay they're keeping it real then um that's a great compliment so i appreciate it from both of you guys both former players um like we, we appreciate that a lot. So thank you. Yeah, man. Well, I One think off. it speaks kudos to you guys too. Cause like you guys are getting coaches on there. You're getting real people, you know, you're yeah. not just getting Paul Feinball. Who's, you know, trying to say, you ain't yeah. played nobody. I ain't played nobody, Paul. Like <laughs> you're getting real, you're getting coaches, you're getting strength coaches, you're getting players. You're actually like, you're getting yeah. in there and that matters. Yeah. I think you want to have a couple you. of yahoos like us on there. Hey, we'll come on there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if they want that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> one of the hardest things that I think we had to do was gain that trust um, and respect and, and respect and, right it's on the stairs. That trust all due respect. respect. And, all due respect. <laughs> and once you get that, and then they all kind of fall in line. Right. And uh, you know, th- that was the toughest part because we, we were told early on, I'll never forget, you know, good luck with what you're doing. You can't come to media day. That's right. <laughs> um, you can't yeah. get a coach on the show. With all due respect. <laughs> um, and and now the, the thing, you know, 2016, this was not really a groundbreaking thing to do. I mean, everybody was doing podcasts, but um, for it to become like a real media kind of source, 
you know, alternative He's media. Or at Media Day. I mean, come on. Yeah, man. And, media and, Day is fun. And, and now awesome. everybody's doing it. So um, you kind of like if you're a sports information department, you kind of look bad if you turn somebody away to an extent. But, yeah. you know. And, and I, I want to give a lot of credit to um, um, AK, man. You, you've, you've mentioned it several times. It's it's the culture that App State has. Um, there are plenty of other organizations that wouldn't have um, saw what we were doing and wanted to leverage it and and treat us the way they've treated us. Um, Doug Doug Gillen has been 100% pro what we're doing really from our second season. And um, he told his staff, like, we just met the guy. He was hired in, like, August 2015. He's brand spanking new. Uh, no, or was that even? It's, it's, I think it was, like, May. April, yeah. May, somewhere. Yeah, like he, he was he was hired, so he's brand new. But second season, he invites us and tells his staff, like, these guys are media, treat them like media, and um had a great relationship from him from day one, and to the point where they know we keep it real, and there's some like inside jokes that that we'll have with some of the staff and, and Doug Gillen where we don't agree with everything they do, and we'll say that and we'll like yeah, I think like, that's dumb. Like the Mountaineer Athletic Fund, like when they when they rolled out, like oh, we're renaming all this. Like, that's really dumb, and we thought it was dumb. We <laughs> said it was dumb, so we're just keeping it real. But at Media Day, um, we had Brett Strelo and Joey Jones there, who do a great job for apps. They do a really great job for apps. They they are helping us get connected with players on site, saying, "Hey, do you want to talk to uh, DDP? You 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 guys want burger?" Um, because they know we're going to treat them right. And we, they know we're not going to blindside them, and um, we respect what they're doing. So um, it's it's been a trust built, but there's got to be two to tango, right? So we've done our job in, in trying to um, keep it real and be respectful. But at the same time, like credit to Doug Gillen and, and that side of things and those coaches for trusting in us as well. Um, goes both ways. It's a, it's a good ecosystem, and we're lucky to be part of that family because um, I don't think that the way we do things would always be cool. Well, with with mm. other programs, so mm. it was. Hey, you got to say all due respect, and then you're, with all due respect to uh, yeah. yeah to other programs, yeah. But no, yeah, that's it's it's cool, man. Well, y'all have done something that we haven't done, and that is get Daniel Kilgore on the show. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Kilgore, Kilgore, text, text might disagree with this. Kilgore was best man in Kasuf's wedding, <laughs> <laughs> and he still he he hey. He What's he believe, doing now? He doesn't believe in us. Nah, he's, he's, you know he's what Kilgore's doing? He's going to hate I'm going to tell you this. Kilgore is a season ticket holder for East Tennessee State. Mm. ETSU. Bro, I see he's, that he's wearing ET, ETSU. He's getting bucked up, ETSU. dude. Why? What's the deal? Wife went there. I was going to oh. say. Yeah. And he lives like five minutes from the stadium. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's I should be giving around. like his address we're gonna, out. We're gonna get rookie. <laughs> we're gonna get rookie on the on the show before before NFL. We'll get rookie. We'll get we'll get rookie and uh, we'll get we'll get him we'll get him on there. Oh, silver box uh, must be a mini dome truther. You know, um, take it back to the <laughs> mini dome. You know, <laughs> we love Kilgore. Kilgore's Kilgore's one of our one guys. of my favorite episodes ever is when he came on and we hit the record button and I kid you not we talked for two straight hours and it was like thirty two solid hours just talk man and, it and was by the weird. end he was like come over to the house yeah I was like, <laughs> that's okay. how he is though he's the he best is. he's a he's one of the he's at his the at his wedding at his wedding the morning of his wedding like, <laughs> you know we all had a we good time tonight we all had a good time the night before a little sauced up still in the morning and he's like let's go get some breakfast boys 
So we went to Bojangles. <laughs> now you guys know how cheap Bojangles is. Yeah. Was. Kil- Kil- Kilcore gave me an AK 100, <laughs> 100 spot. He trusted us. <laughs> And we did our best to spend all of it. And we gave him back $19.85. <laughs> he was so mad. We came back with the biggest Bojangles box you've ever seen. When I said it with all due respect, Kilgore. <laughs> 30 ham biscuits. Just puked up 20, $27 worth of Bojangles. I think, we ordered, I think we ordered the whole menu like a time and a half. And it was like not 100 bucks. That's good. <laughs> He was so mad on his wedding day. It's great. We'll get we'll get we'll get him and Sam on eventually. We'll but yeah. Keep dreaming, boys. It'll happen. Yeah. I believe hey. in you. Hey, let's get into this DFS stuff. Let's go. Let's baby. do it. AJ, yeah. my man. If you want to stick around, go ahead. Nah, man. I'm out of here. I appreciate it. It was great meeting all you guys. Thank you very much. Thank and you. Enjoy. Awesome. Hey, appreciate it, bud. Come on the show. Come on the show, dude. <laughs> I hit the music. What music? The transition music for DFS. Let's go get into Seggy. We doing the how dares? Let's go straight. Let's go straight into course history. Right. Big C. Take I'm gonna listen. Take. I'm gonna I'm gonna Let's listen because I mean I don't even know where we're playing golf this weekend. <laughs> golf is almost over. It's time for football. It's time playoffs. For grilling playoffs. Playoffs. <laughs> playoffs. <laughs> All right, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. We're now the. Uh, thank you so much, golly, dude. That was awesome. We could talk <laughs> App State all day long, baby. Look, maybe, okay, maybe here we go for a game. Uh, we should. We should do a combined. Uh, we don't need media passes. Got, we don't. They need got. It. They got we the need. red carpet in up there still. <laughs> yeah, we, oh yes. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not a shit. I want, it's like the. It's like the left it on red carpet in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, uh, oh man. Yes. So we've got a uh, PowerPoint slide here. Um, let me get to that. But we've got a little couple of facts here. Uh, let me pull this screen up. We're going to get into the DFS of golf. We're playing in Memphis, Tennessee at TPC South. Wind. And we've got playoffs, boys. There's and the most devastating thing about this whole DFS thing this whole golf thing is we have built our entire brand around <laughs> making the cut only to get to the playoffs and the cut doesn't mean anything so we're going to share the screen big c's with us this is our uh <laughs> this is like we spent the whole year be like let's make the damn cut we literally made a yo uh, a logo like hats, an emblem yes, we got hats shirts we paid somebody some money to make us a goat that was holding a sign that said make the cut. And here we are at playoff time. It doesn't matter. So we're not going to do the Frisbee, guys. We're going to give you a little analysis of goat variants, the Millie Goat take. Here we go. We're going to go right into the course. We're going to speed date the course here. We're at uh, TPC Southwind, designed by Ron Pritchard, uh, with player consultant help, Hubert Green, Fuzzy Zoller, Zeller, whatever, in 1988. Butch P, I'm going to let you take the half of this once I get to the average green size. So I know you're hearing this about 20 seconds behind me. So you'll take over at average green size. Uh, par, par is 70 distance, 7, 72.43, 17th longest out of 46. Six most water holes. Huge number of water balls over the past uh, 20 years. Uh, Zion Zioisa or whatever it is. 
second narrowest fairways, which is yucky because Boy, when you're driving the, driving the golf ball, they put a lot of hazards around the landing spots on the golf course. So your approach from 140 to 170 is absolutely key. Uh, and I think, Butch P., this is when you're going to take over. We're at average green size. All right. So we're, we're 13 on that stint meter, man. So that's a uh, stamp. What? Average. Big hey, stamping. Average. On. <laughs> hey, I'm going to take over until, until Adam takes back over. <laughs> average green size. <laughs> 4,300 square feet. So it's a third smaller than the average green size. Uh, so really that ball striking is going to be real key here. And that's your total drive and approach from that 140 to 170 mark. So we're looking all the way down there at the uh, key stats. And that, that's one of the key stats. So back bringing you back up to the recent winning scores, minus 15, minus 16, minus 13. 16 again and 19 is that left to right again is 19 the the most recent ak yes yes oh, so that was yeah. um willie z last year's score was minus 19 and then go going back come on the show come on the show but he's uh healing from his back injury so we mm -hmm. wish him well and uh still a uh, hurry and speedy recovery there abraham answer oh you wow. got questions hey, we got what answers <laughs> answers jt is that Caddyshack, uh, JT, Radio Shack? is that jt postman or is that uh thomas justin timberlake that's, that's justin thomas <laughs> yeah so uh daniel berger we haven't heard from back to back Man. here Dude, back to back. D DJ Quarterback in there. Oh, 50 burger. Hey. Gonna need something here. And then uh with the recent cut lines, it really doesn't matter what that is. But I will put my pulp prediction cut line in there just for the heck of it. I'm gonna say that it's everyone. <laughs> everybody there is no cut line so i mean from this course i mean there's only one player that's one here that's in the field and that's harry english so if you're making a dfs wow. lineup you can bet your bottom dollar with all due respect harry english people are going to be playing harry english a lot because that's of that effort look alike yep uh lots of lots of uh rain in I july both and i put it here yep Eyeball emojis after lots of rain in July. Um, <laughs> like I said, a lot of water balls since 2003. 45% strokes gained from approach compared to the 35% average, meaning strokes gained from approach is huge on this uh, course. And then every putting category is way easier. So if you got a guy who's really good at putting, put him in your lineup. So, and then when you look at the greens and regulations, 76%, if you're in the fairway, if you miss the fairway, it's 41%. That's a huge decline. So not only do you have to be accurate, but it's a little longer than normal for this course. Uh, so you need somebody who can actually hit it a good ways 
And if they can't, they need to be really good with their long irons from the uh, strokes gained approach. So, so would would you say that this is basically the Wyndham again? It is, but a little bit longer. A little bit longer. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. So here's our goat. Exactly. Here's our goat summary. Ball striking piece by pieces. This is the way you score. That's proper approach. Proper approach. Have a good- <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Oh, oh man. That's yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Love it whenever that hits. Okay, oh. so we're going to get into the guys. That, that the was the first time you've stadium. actually been in tune. Yes. That, that one was three good. episodes. That's the I best one it. yet. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Because when you did Morgan Wild, nobody knew. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, let's check the thing. Dude, that was, that was easily the worst. <laughs> what I, another one was like when, Brad Baisley or something. When was the cream between right. uh, uh because so I just, we've got I have been on a hook on cream between two 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 ago, yeah. Cream between baby just, and big C. If you don't know what a cream between is, that's another name for an ice cream sandwich. So you better change your lingo. Yeah, now big C, we're gonna take you else. on a little ride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why we call it the cream between. I, I almost I almost told my I was like I made a joke on the last episode. Hey, honey, get reach down in there and get me a nope nope. Not gonna say that one on on the uh, on the show. <laughs> Uh, all right, so golfers up your sleeve. This is what we do, Big C. Here's what we go. Here's what we go, whatever. Um, we give four golfers. We have a won't miss the cut in a million years guy. That was my guy, but there's no cut, so I had to switch it up, and you'll see that in the next slide. Tex has a Seymour Putts Greens Master. Butch P has a Social Studies Course History guy. J. Vi has the Clarence Carter Strokes Gained guy. And if you know Clarence Carter, you know he's stroking, baby. Stroking to the east and to the west, yeah. Uh, right. There you go. <laughs> so, all right. So we're going to hit the button here. We're going to get right into this after a proper approach. These are and our guess, models. Guess this is how, like most people you follow in DFS, they're like, oh, we have this model. Like, follow our model. You'll get, you'll win. And so we're like, okay, we're going to make fun of that. So here's ours. I had to change the name. So this is AK's G-Unit 50 Cent in the club guy what is this golfer's name right here that's brendan brendan grace oh what is what is memphis known for in relation what is memphis known Uh, for in relation tells graceland graceland thank you oh what yes here we go (laughs) which guy by the way brendan grace is not in the fedex cup playoffs which guy? <laughs> He's not. Just follow me here. Which guy is an SEC rival of this state? What school did he go to? Where is this being played? Memphis, Tennessee. Who's a rival of this school? Memphis, Georgia. Okay. Middle name of this golfer is Dean. Dean Dillon. Dean Dillon. Oh, the songwriter helped yes. write Tennessee whiskey. Which is a staple in country music. Chris Stapleton. Okay. This golfer, you saw Brandon Grace, Graceland, Dean, Tennessee, Georgia. This golfer is none other than the golfer that went to Georgia, whose first name is Brendan, not Brendan Grace, but is playing in Tennessee. 
Tennessee whiskey, Stapleton. The golfer you're going to play is a 50 G unit, 50 cent, and the club guy is Brendan Todd. Mm. Mm. Down there at 6,800. Mm. Strokes gain total, 37th. Strokes gained around the green, third. Strokes gained putting, 20th. Driving Who's accuracy, 10th. That's Elvis, dude. Approach, <laughs> approach, approach. Fifty to one hundred twenty-five yards, seventeenth. That I don't know if that's Elvis or not. Par four scoring, twenty-second. <laughs> there you go. Your G unit fifty cent in the club guy, Brendan Todd. You're gonna want to put Brendan Todd in your lineup. He's been hot lately. Not advice. Not advice though. <laughs> Javi, I believe you're up next. So Big C, you see how this works? How our model is working? Yeah, yeah. I uh, I made a lineup. Okay. And, uh, I had Justin Rosen at 7,200, and I've now subbed him out for Brendan Todd, not advice. Yes. <laughs> and if you if he succeeds, you have to tag us and tell us everything, how great that is. And if he doesn't succeed, you never met us. Yeah, correct. I, I hope <laughs> for a green screen on Sunday afternoon. Yes. Here we go, baby. Okay. <laughs> now, next up. Me, Javi. So Tell you got my pictures it. there, Big C. I always reference this that the start is I am definitely not advice guy because I don't look at any stats. I go completely off mm-hmm. of feel. Mm-hmm. And after AK's slide, I'm going to say don't let the truth get in the way of a good story. So just let me go here. Click it. We live to deliver FedEx strokes. Yes. Yeah, so I will start with that, <laughs> I guess. We live to deliver FedEx stroke guy because Clarence Carter we don't have a cut this week, so I'm changing it. We live to the liver is a FedEx slogan. It's mm. the FedEx St. Jude's is played in Memphis, Tennessee. Memphis, Tennessee. I think of Mark Cohn walking to Memphis. Walking to Memphis. I put my yeah. blue suede shoes blue and I boarded the plane. <laughs> Next. Because I have my blue suede shoes on. I think of Elvis Presley. Blue suede shoes song, one for the money, two for the show. Which brings me back to Mark Cohn. But boy, you got a prayer in Memphis because the guy that I'm about to show you is a guy that has relations to Elvis Neverland Ranch because I said that I would never, ever, ever play him again. And that is... Colin Moore, oh. <laughs> you freaking sell out, dude! You sell out. Full disclosure: I have a lineup with. Are him you as well. kidding me? Hey, son of a! Are you? Sh- Is it? I thought that no. was Jimmy Johnson up there. No, that is Mark Cohn. <laughs> that was Mark <laughs> Cohn. <laughs> Down here, the car ran real good. Like car it. ran real good. It's Jimmy Johnson, Lowe's 48. <laughs> we're, uh, <laughs> with all due respect, I, just, I, have race feeling, I have a feeling. Colin, shout out the name Colin. No, more. Oh, Colin oh there it is. Is gonna is. play well this week. Oh, no. All right, who's up next? You idiot. <laughs> here we go. Texas Seymour right. Putts, Greensmaster guy. Here we go. I can't believe you did that. This you went guy. to the playoffs. Playoffs to 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 do that. <laughs> you sandbagging. All right. All right, leave it. No, no, I don't click anymore. This guy was an All-American 
UT Chattanooga. Terrell Owens. Ben Hogan, <laughs> award watch list, top 19, collegiate player. My quarterback. <laughs> That's my quarterback. <laughs> Tell me when to hit it, Tex. He was, he was on the BMW International <laughs> Open. Round of 32 in 2009, British amateur, and then U.S. 2011 U.S. amateur at the Open. Been in the game for a long time. Real successful in college. Click it. Hey, I have him. Oh! Oh, don't. So just be thinking about about the logo. 61st in the FedEx Cup currently. First in total birds. Shout out Rio. Shout out Rio. Shout out Maru. Cuts. Eighth. And round one scoring. Ooh. However, with all the stats you were reading, I was going back through his stats, and I was like, okay, how does he match up for this course? 142nd in approach from 150 <laughs> to 175. <laughs> Not good. Bottom of the barrel, folks. <laughs> Not good on the, on the narrow fairways either. 164th in rough proximity. 60th in strokes gained approach. Ninth around the green, though. So he's Ooh. once you get once you get Ooh. him close, once you got to be good around yeah, the green if you can't hit the green from the but, from the approach. He's, the long, the long, the the overly long mid range, he's going to struggle. But at seventy three hundred, click it again. You serve it's his eggs over easy. One more time. <laughs> he's going to sit him back and say, "I want to scramble." Yeah. Yes, dude. I didn't know he went to chat. He went Chattanooga. Wait, you should have put chat. You should have put Chat hey, GPT. Four straight up there. cuts, though. He's hot right now. Yeah. Yeah, you but he's terrible. He's on there. terrible on Sundays. All right, Butch Matter. P. So we got Jaeger. We got uh, Colin because his virus. Click one Jay more time. Jay Still on animation. Jay Vi's a coward. There you go. Coward. <laughs> coward more than Colin. That's what my model right. said, dude. That's you, can't, you can't talk bad about the model. Butch P. All right. Oh, 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 Zampic. Kidding. So this player has that. diabetes. <laughs> or they want to lose some weight. Hey. Or they want to lose some weight. Diabetes. <laughs> that, that's why we're on Millie Goats because we're out, trying God. to beat the but here we go. Social studies, course history guy. I have those three pictures. Can you guess who I'm going after? Ricky. Tree, Petrie. Oh, Thomas Dietrich. I just no. ruined his model. It's Dietrich. That's a that's a no. Yeah. Oh <laughs> shit! It's Thomas Dietrich. <laughs> I don't know if he's just let, letting us debate or if he's frozen. <laughs> Big C, what do you think? I mean, it's clearly looking like Ricky Fowler there. Um, I, I, I I get the idea of what's going on, and, and I'm kind of hoping it's Ricky Fowler because I did also I'm, put him in my lineup. Love Ricky Fowler. Made. So, but yeah, there's definitely a petri dish, tree dish, uh, something else going on. So, OP is is OP rocket. A thing? It's the rocket mortgage. Yeah. So, rocket. I think I it's, know, it's, it's, it's 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 like a giveaway if it's just Ricky Fowler sitting there. It's, it's not clearly Ricky. not that. It's not O Trio. Mm. A grassy oh. the grassy Drake. It is, it is Thomas Dietrich. Oh, it uh, Petri dish. No, I knew it, dude. I right out of the gate, dude. I knew it. You could you could have just you could have just kept it to yourself. <laughs> mm. 
Butch and I talk a lot off camera. Is there anything you want to add to that? Is that <laughs> you just like that? Did okay. Nope. I broke your model, dude. It wasn't, it wasn't that good. It. I knew I shouldn't put that petri. I, I shouldn't have put the petri dish up there. If you wouldn't put Damn the it. petri dish, I would have known. I wouldn't have known. I, I thought that was like a science dish. No, <laughs> I knew it. I was like petri, detri. Yeah, that, I, that was my Butch fine I, specimen of a pick right there. Butch and I have talked more. I mean, we, yeah. So there you go. All right. So we got Thomas. Yeah, Thomas Dietry is going to be hot. I guarantee you that. His ownership's going to be. Here, here's the guys I think whose ownerships are going to be through the roof. Dietrich, English, and Wyndham Clark. They're going to. You don't think Harmon? No, not no, coming off the open. I think Harmon's going to be low, which is why I have him in my lineup. By the way, I, I have mine. mine too. I think he's going to make it, but I, don't, I think it's going to be like is, a top fifteen. You don't think this is a course that suits well to his the way he plays? Just. In the middle of the fairway. Looking at his numbers, no. I don't think he left the open and kept grinding. I think he went on a celebration tour. Drink out of the Claret Cup? Yeah, it's going to take him a week or two to get back. Yeah. It's been, been, what, three weeks since the open has happened? Yeah, I I think he's going to be playing, actually playing. I think people are going to look at his numbers. When you look, when you open up his category, it's like driving he's, actually not still good. still so low. Yeah. Who, who I, else has played? I mean, nobody. none of the top guys have played the last Yeah, but none weeks. of the top guys took a week off to celebrate and party. Finau. Finau played mm-hmm. one, like the 3M, I think. But, I, I mean, there was, there was there were some dudes in there that I was like, that's going to be high ownership. That is, without a doubt, going to be high. At that price... It was down in that range where, uh, I mean, JT Poston is going to be way over uh, Dietrich and English both. I think Brendan Todd's a guy that you, Spenson and Brendan Todd are some dudes you can put in there that are going to be like, nobody's going to play them. And Lee Hodges too. So I'm, well, I'm looking to get different. Uh, uh, Dra- Dra- uh, DraftKings put out an article and they liked um, Andrew Putnam. Of course, because he has good course history there. Great course history. Putnam's going to yeah, be popular. English is going to be popular. And he's got to like look at of, Henley, though, at 7,800. Ooh, Henley's at 7,800? Yeah, Henley, Henley's really? 7,800. He's been playing so well. Glover is going to be popular at 7,400. And then I, I'm, forget, I, nobody's going to be playing McCarthy, but I'm, I'm inclined to do so. You know who's been playing really well? Benny on, baby. Since the, since the Guinness. Scottish Open. What? Cam Young, or Cam Davis. True. You did play him. You did play him. Like, that's a guy that's going to get very low ownership. Hey, and Big C, he's the same as your your Justin Rose, same price. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I was at Justin Rose, and, I, and I've, uh, I took him out. Um, forget Justin, dude. Forget Justin Rose. So, so there, two so of his last five cuts. Okay, he's, so he's not he in form as they would say. I would, yeah. I would not, I would not play Justin Rose because I played him too many times to get burned. Now this is the course where he'll probably be like seventy three under. But so, it, it's it, what what contest are you playing in? Because that matters. Are you looking for single entry? So what uh, what I'm in right now, and of course I can just screenshot and save for later and back out is a, a little, little single bullet um, dollar dollar entry, nothing crazy. 
single entry play. or are you is this a three max or like a no it's a max it's, it's an se okay Say, yeah he said single entry you just don't listen okay <laughs> so well different. i said sa earlier so i was so I was with single with, entry with the four <laughs> guys y'all put together um i was you know i think the other two are key right i mean so i got fowler and hovland um squeezed oh, in with those two love hovland What's those are instant? those are great picks with the guys that we list. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I do, not. I, like, I looked at I, your model I'm and saw the guys we, in picture that Hobl- you didn't pick. Hoblin's <laughs> a baller. Yeah, Hoblin's a baller. I think Victor Fitzpatrick Hoblin, this round. When it comes down to to ball striking in the grit gritty, I'm like he's one. Let's see. He uh, he didn't win the Century of Champions, but he won a no cut event like that. Maybe he did win the Century he, one he time. He won Memorial. But anyway, Ho- Hovland can compete. You like my slide here? It says Finn. 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 Fowler. Fowler's just been having. Fowler's back. I mean, that's just all there is. I'm playing Fowler. Right I mean, there. you can't. It's just. All right, uh, Java, play the How Dare You uh, segment. Ready to get into it? Let's go, baby. How, I had two dare, how dare you? How dare me? How dare you? How dare you? How dare you, sir? You're gross. How dare you? How dare you is brought to you by Really Neat Outfitters. You can see it on my hat. We got plenty of shirts coming out. We're going to be in a slew of college football t-shirts coming out. We've got plenty. We got Hail Yeah Brother coming for Mississippi State. We got Cocktober coming for uh, South Carolina. We should do a Rocktober for App State. Should we not? We could do something like that. Yep. Or y'all, or y'all could do something like that. <laughs> well, you could. You uh, look. We could send them to you. You could promote I, it on your page. I would rock it. I would rock yeah. a shirt for sure. It, I mean, it's going to be literally hey, October. For October, I see what you did there, Big C. Hey, the other one would be grab that axe. Not a lot of people know what that means unless you're unless you're an App State dude. Uh, promo code goes gets you six uh, spend sixty dollars gets you uh, free shipping and ten percent off your order. Uh, really neat outfitters our passion our family saltier and smiles goes for Carolina roots makes our designs as original as every lineup we're about to give. How dare you? I want to go first. Of course, I'm you just going to give. I'm going to give myself the number one pick. I'm going to how dare you the world. Mama Kay sent me this, and I have had about enough of this nonsense there was a picture that was sent to me the most popular nfl teams worldwide our mom tagged us in this canada the buffalo bills and i told her i said you have to understand i'm not going to know what these countries are alaska was the cowboys united states you don't have to say you don't you could just say the united states alaska is part of the united states the United States was the Cowboys. <laughs> Africa is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Some some country way up north is the Buccaneers too. A lot of Buccaneers. <laughs> Greenland. That's a, that's a continent, <laughs> by the way. Africa is the continent. Australia is the Buccaneers. China, I think, or Asia is the Bills. 
that would be that would be wow, dude. Wow, Russia, Russia. I think. Hold on. Did you see the same picture I'm seeing? Yes, I'm looking at it. Okay, (laughs) that would be Russia. All right, hang on. (laughs) Send me that. Where is this at? Any, it doesn't matter. Anyways, how dare you, the world? He's trying to get it. He's he's trying to get ahead of the 49ers. Look, he's trying to get ahead of me. With all due respect. With all due respect. Where are the 49ers? So the Bills and the Cowboys, Cowboys haven't done diddly poo in the past the 20 Cowboys years. Cowboys are America's team. The Bills are Canada's team. I think that, that that feels and smells right to me. Whatever. How dare you? How dare you, the world? Look, he's trying to get ahead of this because he knew I was going to bring it up in relevant news. Because <laughs> in the most popular NFL teams worldwide, the, the Niners aren't in the top 10. That's crazy. Good. Exactly. You know Thank you, Big C. What's crazy the to me? Pirates, they the got the best here. underdog story in the world. What? No quarterback? The only quarterback as a rookie starter to beat Tom Brady. I don't know. Josh Allen played Tom Brady like 10 times. How many times he beat him? Like three. Mm. Hey, quit living in the past, dude. It's all about this. I'm year. not. It literally just happened. Hey, I mean, only. That's the past. Did Brock Purdy and Tom Brady's career that happened, that happened when? When did it happen? Last year? The past. It's past. Past, past Brady's prom. Oh, okay. Here we go. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> All right. Uh, that was my how dare you, the world. I'm sick of you, world. Send me the bills that picture. And the, the, the bills that picture. And the, no, I'm not sending you that picture. Virus, the bill, no, the Bills yeah. and the Cowboys. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? No. Those are the two teams. It makes sense. Haven't done yet. Have you have ever been. tried a Labatt Blue? Yeah, I've had a Labatt Blue. Yeah, no wonder. It's that's the reason. What are you Irish now? <laughs> no wonder. That's the reason. You freaking gonna sell me a box of Lucky Charms? All right. Go ahead. I'm pretty sure the Cowboys are a Mo- Mongolia's team as well. I'm pretty sure it's Mongolia <laughs> there. That's, that's where they send all their division championship hey, t-shirts. Is that, yeah, is they're that they're in between Russia and China? China? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Mongolia, Mongolian Libya? Empire. That's actually for Libya. Big C, Libya's you might team. be onto something there. That's probably why the Bills are the world's favorite teams because they have four hey, Super Bowl Egypt. championship got, shirts from the. You got, you got Egypt, Javon. All those shirts, Egypt. dude. <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of thousands, and they haven't disintegrated Spain, since the nineties. <laughs> the Dolphins are are UK's. The AK has no idea where stuff is. No, he has no Packers idea. Are you want to go next on your how dare you lit. Why how dare you is Elon Musk? Because he's talking all this all this smoke. I'm gonna fight. I'm gonna fight this dude, Facebook man. I'm gonna fight him. Let's fight. Hey, let's fight. Come on, Zuckerberg. Let's put it let's just do all this. And he's like, Oh. Zuckerberg's like, okay, we're gonna do August twenty eighth. Let's do it. He's like, Oh, well, you know, I have this thing in my neck, I gotta get it fixed. I got surgery. Can't do it. How dare you? Go out there. Are you hitching your wagon to Zuckerberg? I'm not saying anything good about Zuckerberg. I'm just saying you can't go on Twitter in front of the whole world as two billionaires going at it, and then all of a sudden take you try and take your cookies and go back home because you got D- DFS perspective. What would you price Zuckerberg and Elon Musk MMA fight? Oh, oh, sixty-eight hundred both. <laughs> <laughs> but how dare you, Elon Musk? Pops- <laughs> Pop off at the mouth, bulldog mouth, puppy dog ass, and a stack of dimes for a neck. Oh. 
do y'all think that uh, that that was uh, agreed upon just to see how much movement they can get on their platforms? Yeah, one hundred. That was basically is basically yeah. just to see I who, can, who what can was that one? Stuff. There's Reds. no way they're close to being even the same weight class. No, I mean Musk is two forty, two fifty. Yeah, he's built like Easily. a transformer. Yeah, he's huge, and and if Zuckerberg gets over one eighty, I'd be shocked. Yeah. Oh, there's no way. He's got to be about 165. Who's up next? Either myself yeah. or Butch. Butch, you want to go? You want me to go? No, mine's just a AK for ruining my, my slide. Oh. I dare you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put a Petri dish on there, dude. Hey, hey I'll go next. I gave I'll it away. I knew, I knew it. I, I didn't want to make it too left field, and then I was like, man, I should have now. Dang it. Yeah. You should have. Anyway. Hey, I'll go next. How and my me, how man. dare you is to ESPN and their most recent power rankings. They put out a power ranking for wide receiver U. Number one, <laughs> USC. Mm. Jordan Addison, who played there one year. Drake London. Tight end. Amon Ra-Ra St. Brown. Juju, and Michael Pittman Jr. Number two, Ohio State. Jackson Smith, Garrett Wilson, Chris... Uh, what's his name? Avala? Olave. Wow. Terry, back up, Terry. <laughs> Terry, put it reverse. Michael Thompson. Then LSU at three with Jamar Chase and Justin Thompson. You also have Terrence Marshall, Who's Jarvis Landry. Justin and- who? Justin Thompson? Thompson. Oh, Justin Jefferson. <laughs> Jefferson. <laughs> That's a new guy. Yeah, it was Justin Thompson. I haven't heard of him. Sleeper, oh, yeah, sleeper that, alert. Yeah. Gotta pick him up from my dynasty league. Hey, he was thinking of a new JT. LSU JT? <laughs> yeah. Four is Alabama. Five is Oklahoma. But I get that because they put out an even newer one. Quarterback U. Number one. Oklahoma, Jalen Hurts played there one year. Kyler Murray played there one year. Baker Mayfield played there one year. Jason Sam Bradford. Bradford. Sam oh. Bradford. Shout out Sam Brad. Two, <laughs> USC, Sam Brad, Sam Darnold, Mark Sanchez, Matt Barkley, Carson Palmer. Number three, get this one. Number three, Oregon. Justin Herbert, Marcus Mariota, Kellen Clemens, Joey Harrington. Four Where's Bama. Dixon? Where's Dennis Dixon? Four Bama, five Ohio State. Hey, Dennis what, Dixon. What are they doing? What is Dennis Dixon? Dennis Dixon is the most electrifying player Oregon ever had. He was Armani for for Power Five. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can't. Oh, I mean, I you mean, can't say a, that whenever Marcus Mariota won the Heisman. Mm. What about Deshaun Watson and and Trevor Lawrence? Did hey. Trevor Lawrence ever win a Heisman? But he no, won national championship. Oh, okay, for but Oregon, they both won national championship for Clemson. Who cares? I just can't believe they put Oklahoma number one, and four of the guys they listed played there one year. That's not oh, quarterback oh, you. That's oh, <laughs> the hell happened there. <laughs> yeah, <Jay. laughs> all right uh <laughs> like, all right 
Um, other relevant sports news. College football. Coming back. Here we go. ECU has a 450-pound offensive alignment. Yeah, did you I'm watch sure the you highlights of that guy? Big C, did you see oh, that? Oh, my gosh. I did see this massive man. Yeah. Holy moly. You know, there's, there's, there's nothing more beautiful than a big old giant offensive <laughs> lineman just mowing said we, down. We were, try, we were tired of getting pushed around by Georgia. We're going to sign the biggest dude in history <laughs> to come play at our school. Uh, the next thing I had was the top 25 scariest night games. Mm. Is Utah up there? Utah's top 25 scariest night games from Big Game Boomer, who ranked the Black and Gold podcast mm. as yeah. the best App State podcast. Someone just sent me that uh, that same graphic. Yep. Number one, Penn State. Nope. Mm-mm. Number yeah. two, Not number true. two, LSU. Yeah, okay. that's number one. Okay. Number one. Like, we were supposed close. to play there, dude. We were supposed to play under the lights at LSU. We were in 2008. Yep. In 2005, was, yeah, in 2005, we did. It was a night game. Yeah, and then 2008, we were supposed to go there again. Opening yeah. opening yeah. game, 2008. Number we three. We did later, but yeah. Number three is Iowa. Mm, greatest tradition I, in sports, period. I was the greatest tradition in sports. Number four is Texas A&M. Number five is Auburn. Number six is Oregon. Number seven is South Carolina. Number eight is Tennessee. Number nine is Clemson. Number 10 is uh, Florida. Number 11 is Ohio State. Number 12, Utah. Mm. Utah, mm-hmm. I would I would, I would, would put Utah up in the top five. Oh, yeah. You know what's a Just shame? Oregon will never play a night game ever again. Right, not in a not in a conference. No, they're not going to be able to. They won't let them. They're not going to make Michigan play at nine Eastern. No, Michigan. You know I mean? choo- so I, I, I the or, or or any of those types. You know what I mean? They're Michigan not going to, chooses to play at twelve, like they put in the right. Play at that's 12. what they want, but they're not going to play at twelve their time or eleven their time. Yeah, um, for TV. That's that's what's going to be really interesting about all this realignment is like, well, not, but, but something to think about is like all these teams playing weird times, and you're like, why is Michigan still playing? Like you never get to see Michigan on the TV. Yeah. Um, of well, this no, twenty five, of, of this twenty five, I think there's two that are actually legitimate. It's about right from what he what he reads to us. It's about right. Well, <laughs> Thing is, with the, with the college football, all the TV and the cable deals are going to streaming, and they okay. they buried they buried the Pac-12 when they were trying to get ahead of the streaming game. So they said, "No, no, no, you're not going to get you're not going to get the benefit of this. We're going to bury will. you, and then we're going to get the streaming deals because cable television is going under, and it will in the next five or ten years. So it's going to be interesting to see what these TVs." Streaming deals it because everything's streaming now. NFL Sunday tickets on YouTube. I disagree. Disney yeah. and Disney just I, raised Hulu and uh, and whatever all the other packages are because by twenty percent because sports are coming back. And for me, I'm like, why am I going to why am I going to keep increasing what I pay for the subscription? I just go get cable, basic cable, and watch the same stuff. Well, I mean, I just have sat- satellite, man. It's free. Yeah, Bush has antennas. I do. <laughs> I mean, I mean y- y- y'all are hockey fans. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. I- I'm a Hurricanes fan. 
Oh, you would be since when? 2016? What, since I uh, went to the Stanley Cup in 2006. <laughs> <laughs> Your face, that, dude. That was a great time being at app during the summer, too. Oh, God, man. What a summer. God. Yeah. I had some friends get married because of that summer. They met at Geno's and they're like, who are these people? They're not even like people you would see at Geno's. It's happened to meet each other. Boom. Married 15 years later. Um, I'll stick in some summer courses. But no lie. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I've been a hockey fan as long as hockey's been in the Carolinas. So. But yeah, like if you're talking about streaming and money and subscribers and all the good stuff, like it really like scared me last year when it was like Bally was coming out and they're like, it's going to cost you $150 to watch Hurricanes home games. And I was like, what in the world? And I'd rather watch the Hurricanes than watch the Hornets, you know? Yeah. And that's the same, you know. I agree. I, I, don't, like, I don't like the idea of uh, there yeah. needs to be an a la carte, like uh, an affordable a la carte option. Yeah. So we don't have All to buy these everything. Massive, massive networks are going to branch off like Peacock did and CBA. Like you're going to have to pay for each one of these individual subscriptions. And well, the, the, and if the one of the games, the playoff games, is strictly on Peacock. So you're yep. going to have to create an account. I remember watching an NFL uh, Thursday night game on my phone and getting off Wi-Fi because I'm such so into fantasy football. I'm like, I'm not gonna, you know, I can't watch it at my house, but I have to watch it over cellular. Yeah. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. I'll. Go on the front porch and well, it's going to ruin all the group chats. So it's going to be like, oh, do though? Yeah, you're not talking about the game. This is going to circulate. It's going to circulate money in the economy because I'm not going to just subscribe to Peacock for one playoff game. I'm going to just go to the restaurant and watch that one game that I want to watch. Right? If the restaurant has Peacock, they probably have to pay a commercial rate. Yeah. and let, if they're doing it right. Why the hell would you want to go watch the Cowboys? Because a lot of them don't have the this. Amazon games. Yeah. Like, we've been on the road. We've been on different things. And we'll go. We'll try to go to the restaurant on Thursday night, and nobody has it on. Mm. So they're not paying the commercial rate to put oh. it on 15 TVs. I just, wonder, I just wonder how live betting is going to affect some of the stuff that's streaming, too, because people are going to want to be able to get into that that type of action. Yeah, but if you if it's streaming, you're you may be ten minutes behind what somebody. That's else what I'm is saying. Already. It's going to affect it's going to affect live betting because you're just streaming and and people might only have one device and they got to do both both the the bets and the. It's going to really game on their what phone. It's, what it's going to really affect is group chats. Mm-hmm. Let's be real. Well, yeah, but I don't really care about that. We can always catch up on that later. No, I don't want somebody to tell me. <laughs> oh, did you see what just happened? And then I'm five minutes behind. Technically, right, that's a it, good point. I think yep. it's a good point about the live betting because yeah. um, ESPN, what, ESPN and the uh, Penn just yeah. signed a deal. Oh, one, of the, one of the best times I had at a baseball game, we went to uh, Colorado last summer and went to a Rockies game, and we were betting pitches. Mm. <sighs> and uh, in like ball that, strikes. That does sound like fun. That's DJ and stuff right there. Yes. Yes. Uh, but my buddy hit a hit one on a well this guy hit a home run at this at bat like hit a like a you know plus 1800 live you know and that's a thrill you know a pace for one beer yeah yep (laughs) all right only one quick note from the nfl (laughs) the dak interception counter is rising it's a race between him and uh lamar jackson who's throwing the most interceptions in uh whatever it's called uh training camp i think i've seen the dak 
NFL counter at four was the last yeah. one I saw. Mm. After a and week. Lamar yeah. threw four and one practice. Ooh. That's gonna be hilarious, by the way. He's gonna got, throw the he's gonna got throw back, the ball. Lamar Jackson needs to understand that he is not a pocket passer. He's not. I I would be shocked if he had a really good year this year. I think that's why they got Zay Flowers because they got try, tried and went. and OBJ. Yeah, they went and got like a bunch of these like wide receiver stiffs for so long that just didn't make sense, and they really now have a little bit of like a Tyreek Hill Jr. and Zay Flowers. Um, that's fine. I they just got don't. him so they can tell him this is why we didn't give you money. What you're asking for yeah, yeah. Dump off King. I think that's what you're going to see out of Lamar Jackson this year. He won't dump it off. It's not as that's not in his nature. It's not. Is it? It's never an ego thing. He's like Cam. Yeah. yeah, but he's never had that though. So who knows? And then the other one was Nikeel Harry suck at Dylon. Nikeel Harry for the Vikings wide receiver. Remember, might remember him at Arizona State. He's going to wear number twenty eight for the Vikings. I just had to get that jab in there for Dylon. Suck receiver, it. Receiver twenty eight. The real, real twenty eight. Yeah. Yep, the real twenty-eight Minnesota. Hmm. Nikeel Harry. That's that's a, that's a decision on his part. <laughs> yes, Dylon on our right. show is a uh, yeah. What Anyways, that's you what? The what else? What do you mean? Was that what else? What else do we got? Uh, skipping Sherman, skipping Richard Sherman, gonna re uh, reignite the uh, FS1. Uh, what's it called? Undisputed. Eric Carlson to the Penguins. What an idiotic move. Barstool Sports. Gonna have gonna have the highest negative, lowest, the <laughs> yeah. lowest negative, the low highest negative, lowest negative, whatever you want to call it. A yeah. Defensive pairing between him and him and Latang. Yep. Great hair, though. Great hair. Oh, great but, I mean, flow. if you're talking all time hockey here on a defensive line, oh my Carlson God, and Latang. Greatest hockey here you've ever yep. seen. Barstool yep. Sports yep. got bought back by Dave Portnoy, quote unquote. He's running around talking about the pirate ship. And then Lionel Messi is making an absolute mockery. It's six goals in four games. Yeah. Two free kicks. Yeah. I was a big I was a big Ronaldo goat guy. Oh, I put up a poll, by the Messi, way. Which was, Messi's the goat. He's but after after Messi doing what he's doing right now, and I know it's in no, the dude. MLS, but no, dude. Go, go back to the World Cup whenever he was playing. No, Watch, yeah. watching, watching him run around world class athletes like they're standing still and they can't they can't touch him. You got three guys who couldn't touch him. But you know what ball. he's doing? You know what he's doing? He's making soccer fun and exciting in Dude, America. I love it. Hey. In America. Guy, hey. Little wizard. Because our women aren't gonna do it now. Maybe our men can get together. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, yeah, but but messy. <laughs> Make make football violent again. Oh, there goes Brettismo. He's he's a uh, transplant Pittsburgh Penguins fan. <laughs> he just hopped on the bandwagon. All of a sudden, he's got all these Stanley Cups. Defend but, yourself, Bimo. Little little does he know the Penguins are about to be in an absolute poop hole. Oh yeah, and then two years after this after this whole deal's over, it's going to be the cat the uh, the oh, how, how do you want to say it? the 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 desert. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Eleven o'clock. This is a long one. Eleven thirty. A long one. Jeez. We appreciate Big C. We appreciate you sticking around. Enjoy the boys. My friend. 
AK always show. starts the music way too Let's early. Get, hey, follow us on God. Rumble. Follow us on YouTube. The Millie Goes. Twitter at Millie Goes. Instagram at The Millie Goes. Website and blog. Millie Goes. Science. Got do, uh, Millie Goes. Football's back tomorrow. Football's yeah. back tomorrow. <laughs> GoDaddySize.com. Full preseason schedule. Feral at www.reo.live. Subscribe, Thank rate, you. leave a review. Let's get ready for some football. Hey, we'll see you on bed. Sunday. Last word. Let's go to bed.